listener, do you like scary movies? What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, Jay and Mike like scary movies, too. You should go and subscribe to their podcast. We watched a movie. Because if you don't, I'll gut you like a... Well, I think you get the idea. Enjoy yourselves while you still can. This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Learn more at slashandcast.net. It was like 97. Oh, Okay, I think we're here. Oh, then there goes the chat. It disappeared again. Oh, oh, it's back now. Okay, can you guys see us? Holy shit, tits from Kansas City's fart farms. Whew! Yeah, I made that. Yeah, up. this uh, it it was Mike's internet that took a shit, not mine. That's true. <laughs> That's true. The other shoe has happened. Yes, the, the other shoe has dropped. Somebody forgot to pay their internet bill. Is that what it was? <laughs> I don't know. I all I know is that is that the internet went out the second the stream was supposed to start, and then I I asked Katie to go ahead and pay the bill just in case it was that, and she said it wasn't that. But the second it paid, yeah. the internet came back on. Maybe they just needed seventy dollars to keep their lights on over at Spectrum. I don't know. That's what happened. Must Either that, or your computer was suffering from all that gay porn that's downloaded on there. Who knows? That's probably a problem. You know, I, I just love it though. I can't get enough of it. I gotta have now, it. There's something about it. There's something about the butt plugs that just gets me going every morning. Yeah, I, I need it with my coffee and my morning poo. Yeah, I usually watch it on my tablet. <laughs> <laughs> you get a big, bigger screen that way. I know. That's what I like. Have you ever noticed when you try to watch it? By the way. Even if you turn the volume all the way down, when the video starts again, the volume goes straight to blast. So if you're trying to keep it low key, it's impossible because all of a sudden it'll be like, ah. Yeah, I, it usually happens when I think my headphones are plugged in and they're really not. I'm like, shit. Yeah. I was like, this thing is. It is like, oh, I don't have my headphones plugged in. Now everybody hears it. Yeah, that's 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 the worst thing ever. You got to be quick to the thing on that. You got to be. It's like, what are you watching? Like, oh, it's nothing. It's some kind of special on National Geographic. It's, that's it's all murder. It is. I'm watching murder. It's those, not sex. Those, those guys are just, there's so much animal activity going on. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and it's hot. <laughs> I'm watching a, a documentary about farm animals. <laughs> animal kingdom, bitch. <laughs> Does everything sound okay? We kind of had like six fucking things happen at the same time there, you guys. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Hopefully everything sounds decent at least, at least up to our mediocre standards of the channel. Thank you mm -hmm. all for waiting. I'm very, very sorry about that. Out of our control, maybe. Maybe if I paid my bill on time, it wouldn't have happened. But maybe that's not what happened. So I'm going to go with that for sure. Yeah, I don't I don't think it was that. It doesn't sound so. like it. You've been behind before. And I mean, they actually did shut that shit off. But I don't think if you guys, it would have already been shut off, I would imagine, like this morning. Well, I kind of just like run behind on it just because I don't like to do it. It's not like, you know, I can't do it. I just don't want to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just a you hassle forget. to call and press the buttons and listen to the lady. You know, it's a horrible thing. We've all been there. Oh. Mercurio80 says, hey, guys, tonight on the day of our Lord, Michael Myers, I became a Patreon. Hey, all right. Welcome, Mercurio. I'm going to send you a message tomorrow. Is it Mercurio or Mercutio? You've made wums meat of me. Wums meat. <laughs> I always from Romeo and Juliet. Oh, I never watched that movie. I hated it. No, I'm just talking about from the play. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you cultural son of a gun, you. How's everybody doing tonight? How are you doing yeah, I've been tonight, 
I've been doing fucking well. Yeah, it's been good. I I got some uh, I got that retro game thing in. I got this. I had to, this is the second copy of this game. It's like a uh, hundred and ten games in one. Fucking doesn't work. I gotta send the bitch back again. Oh, that sucks. I know it, it wasn't that expensive that though. It was like fucking eighteen bucks, so it's not oh. that big of a deal. I'll just I'm just gonna get the refund back though. We get we get because it just doesn't it. work. I know. If, I'm gonna start sending people messages like that on eBay. Someone refunds something. Well, you get what you get. And you don't throw a fit. I so watched this uh, true. I also watched this uh, true crime uh, true crime thing about this woman that hired this hitman to kill her husband, and like she's clearly on video doing it, and she's fucking stupid. And then when they 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 like set up the whole crime scene to make it look like it had been carried out, but the the hitman that she was hiring was actually an undercover cop, and dude like. It was like she goes to the crime scene, like she gets to her apartment. It's all like taped off. It looks like a murder happened. And she's like, oh, my God. And it was the worst fucking acting I've ever seen since not our two one of the early years. <laughs> and then they have her in the interrogation room. And then she's like, do they bring the hitman in? He's like, does this guy look familiar to you? And then she's like, no, I've never seen him. And then he, the, the undercover cop was still pretending to be the hitman. And he leaves the room. And then uh, the cop was like, all right, I've had enough. He's like, you're under arrest for solicitation of first degree murder. And she's like, what? He's like, yeah, we have you on ta- we have you on camera and we have you on video doing it and hiring a, a hitman to kill your husband. She'd only been mar- married to him for six months, by the way. And uh, a divorce. So she, no, she wanted his money and they wanted him out of the picture, dead or alive. But then this is the best part. In her twatzilla brain, she fucking tried <laughs> to say on, in, in fucking court, dude, that she was trying to audition for a reality show. And that's what this all was like. She that her, her husband and her ex-boyfriend were all trying to create a new reality series. And they're like, get the fuck out of here. But because they had released a video of the cops, you know, her showing up and crying and all that stuff before the trial. So it went on YouTube and it got like two million views or whatever. Her lawyers, dude, what a bunch of dickbags these were. They 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 appealed the decision, which was 20 years. She got 20 years, right? The mm-hmm. lawyers de- appealed the decision and fucking won because they said that the jury might have seen the video that was already a big hit on YouTube before the, ju- uh, the, the trial, yeah. therefore causing them to already have preconceived notions of her innocence or not. Yeah. But she was clearly fucking guilty. So she, she went on house arrest for three to four years without serving any kind of substantial uh, jail time, dude. She literally was going to kill her fucking husband and it's on video. <laughs> and then... She finally went in there. She still used that bullshit. Like, I thought it was a real show, bitch. And they were like, fuck. They, they were like, no, you get 12 years. But she now she got 12 years in prison. Hey, I got to respect the the ability to maneuver on the fly. You know what I mean? Like, in that moment when you're bold face caught. <laughs> like, obviously, disgusting murder is yeah. a piece of shit. But when you're bold face caught like that, to just come up with some shit off of the top of your head that just leaves the door just open this much. I got to respect yeah. that. Dude, she was so fucking fucked, though. Like, they have literally a video of her talking not only to the hitman, but to her ex-boyfriend who supposedly knows the hitman who was working with the police officers. Like, it, she's like, she tells the hitman, she's like, by the way, um, if you kill, he's going to go to the bank tomorrow morning and get $10,000 to go to a business meeting. So if you kill him in front of the bank, there'll be a little extra for you. You can keep the ten grand, and I'll continue to pay you the five. Wow. <laughs> I was like, damn! Wow, I'd have been like, no, we're doing a, we're doing a, a, a true crime podcast, and we, I was recording all that shit for my podcast. That's not real. Well, dude, the the, uh, the investigative reporter on it was like, where is your production crew? Where are the other cameras? What the fuck are you smoking? Like, there's no way you were doing it. <laughs> and then they asked, they brought the husband on stand. They were like, did you ever write a reality show script? Did you ever have any contacts with a reality show producer? Were you ever wanting to do 
a reality show and he's like no no fuck no <laughs> like it was, it was pretty odd like you you try to kill your husband you slept you made out with your own sister <laughs> stupidity level 101 and then you're trying to get your husband to like like go in with this crazy fucking like fantasy world where 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 do i watch this because i want to see this it's on uh you can go to true crime daily on youtube uh and the, the it happened in 2016 i believe it was a pretty big deal it was on a florida woman uh dahlia delipia or something like that dahlia some kind of shit delip <laughs> yeah dahlia lift in <laughs> ice death but no she uh but dude, she apparently in six months dude not only had she got her claws into his bank which he was worth about two hundred thousand dollars. So she had about two two hundred fifty thousand dollars. She'd also got him somehow because I guess her pussy was on a fucking pedestal and clean as shit to to, to uh, deed over his house to her name oh. in six months of marriage. And then she said she wanted him out of the picture. Halloween on prenup. We not prenup. Yeah, you're fine. You can't you go. Have. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Uh, Glenn, Glenn said she's single. I would imagine so. You could get her all her, all yours for a buck ninety nine and a bar of soap where she's at. I guarantee you that bitch be riding your cock for three hours. <laughs> I read, I read uh, a, a post on Twitter. It's like crazy things that have happened. And some uh, some guy was talking about it. He was like, I, t- I started dating this girl. And like we are crazy about each other, and it's like the yeah. sex and everything is kind of scary. And he's like, "I like it. I like how fucking intense she is. I'm enjoying this, but I'm starting to have second thoughts." Because the other night, we smoked a joint and had sex, and while we were having sex, she told me that uh, she came really close to lacing their joints with cyanide so that they could die together while having sex. God damn! Fuck that shit. How much fucking Marilyn yeah. Manson and goddamn Rob Zombie albums did she listen to? Yeah, that sounds like some fucking weird ass fucking death metal shit from Sweden. Yeah, that guy. Uh, you, you finish and then you leave. Yeah. <laughs> you get I, I, well, when you were telling the story, dude, like you went into the first person narrative, so I thought for a second you were talking about some kind of sexual experience that you've had recently. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, what? I was like, Katie's right there. It's like she, if you want to talk about it she, off the air, we can. She, <laughs> she has her earbuds in, and she usually can't hear me. But when I started telling that story, I looked over and I got the fucking death look like what i know because you were saying i and i was like holy shit dude like i think you're like like fucking like you're doing like a, a fruity and slip <laughs> i think you want to tell me and, and confess your sins but we could do it off camera she's already heard all my crazy sex stories i i don't know why i told her all of them but I, I, i'm a sheer yeah did you, did you hear about that shit about marilyn manson though speaking of which yeah and i gotta tell you um you know gotta tread carefully with these things but uh, that's a mess dude that's, mm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I. I had to look up. I. I'd heard the name Rachel Evan Wood before, but I had to look her up. The. I. I kind of don't even really know who she is, but I know I, she's an actress. She's one of those actresses whose face always escapes the name for me too. I get that. All I know about it is that she's saying that all this happened and that Rose McGowan. Uh, you know, in between her doing Sinead O'Connor cover uh, songs, she's also supporting <clears throat> Rachel Evan Wood because she. You know, she's got her shaved head. She looks like Sinead O'Connor, yeah. but she said that it all is true. And I. I guess I can't. Yeah, she did date Marilyn Manson. I don't know. Uh, the, she said that the cult of Hollywood is just is not just focused on actors alone. That they all protect each other in their filth. So yeah. it's not just them, but the music industry as well. The weird thing is, and I'm not. I don't know anything about the case. Like I haven't really poured into it with sweat dripping down my brow to figure it all out. Like Dick Tracy McCracy, but Marilyn Manson. I always thought that he was such a smart dude. Like you would think that he'd be smarter about, like I don't know what he 
what he was doing yeah. than to get like fucked like this I, or, or, or or just to get himself caught like this and I, he never I, I like he seemed like on the outside like without you know being on stage he just seemed like a normal fucking dude that cuts the grass not even using a gas-powered motor but a push mower <laughs> and some goddamn goofy ass pants well the thing about him though is is that he's there's there's several i've I actually like the other day i was i just i went down a deep hole on the whole Marilyn Manson thing i read all the accounts i read everything he said i read all this stuff and for one, Marilyn Manson's actually been a douchebag for a really long time. Like there's mm. there's many videos of him on YouTube, like public freakout kind of videos of him on stage, yeah. like kicking his bass player and throwing. Oh, a I saw that outfit. one. Yeah, yeah, like doing just dumb shit. Like he's always been kind of an asshole. But there was actually an article in like Spin magazine, like from years ago, where he pretty much admits to like half of the shit that these women are saying he did. He's like, mm. uh, you know. I can't remember exactly what he said, but something about him fantasizing and jerking off to bludgeoning her head with a hammer, like something like that, mm. something weird like that. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, you all, you know, your mind does wonder. It's like, and, and it's not about them because I understand how, I understand grooming and I understand all that shit. It's a real thing. Like, it's a real thing. But at the same time, for me, I'm like, hey, all of you people canceling Marilyn Manson right now, all of his record label people, all of you people, you fucking knew. You already knew. Everybody knew since she made that uh, she made that that thing in the court where she like explained that someone did all this horrible shit to her years ago. It was ninety nine point nine percent fact it was Marilyn Manson anyway. She just finally said the name. All these people knew, and they still decided to put money in his pocket and still decided to do all this shit. I think that the the conversation, and this is just my personal opinion on the whole thing. I think the conversation needs to go away from oh yeah. Let's all get together and cancel Marilyn Manson, which I don't feel bad for the fucking guy at all. Well, it, you, know what I'm you would say a mob, like a mob mentality, is yeah. what you're talking about. What I, yeah, uh, what I'm talking, what I'm saying is the smarter thing, like the better thing to do, uh, on a tiny serious note, real quick, would be to to start finding a way to uh, educate young people, not just women, because shit, crazy shit happens to dudes too, but educate young people on grooming and all this shit because one of those girls said, the second time I met him, he gave me cocaine and made me shower in front of him naked. And I'm thinking, if that was my daughter, I'd be like, why the <clears> fuck <throat> would you do it? Why the fuck didn't you leave hey, in if the she, first fucking place? Why would you stay for two years after that? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, why? If he gave her cocaine to shower in front of him so he could jerk off, that had to be the fastest shower of all time. She she scrubbed quick. One of the what, girls cocaine? said that the, the first time she went to his house, he cut his hand and said we're doing a blood pack now and i'm like and again mm. i want to be very clear i understand i've seen the same lot <laughs> i understand this is how this is how there are predators out there and this is how they work they do shit like this they and they use their fame and they use their stuff i'm not saying that all i'm saying is that instead of like oh let's cancel all this shit cancel all this shit from all the people who already knew anyway they're just trying to save face publicly why don't they put some yeah. money into like educating young people on how not to get groomed and how you don't need to make a blood pack with marilyn manson and let him ruin your life just so you can whatever they were looking for in that relationship. Uh, <clears throat> well it's the same it goes back to harvey weinstein there was a lot of enablers for him as well yeah i mean if people act like they didn't know harvey weinstein Einstein was doing what he did behind the mm -hmm. fucking darkness of the shadows. Like you've got to be insane out of your fucking mind. And it wasn't just the ones that like the big giant executive producers and all that stuff. It, the studio heads probably knew something. I love that a lot of other actors and actresses probably knew something, but they're yeah. like, you know, see not what not. I don't want that. Wild and they just ass. walked away Wild and they're like, Hey, if my, if, if my, if I'm still getting that fucking, uh, money situation in my pocket and i can go out and fucking buy my lamborghinis and, and expensive italian mills at olive garden yeah 
that's that's expensive and, to me and, then fuck it and it's worth being said too that like while some of these accounts i'm sure are true i'm sure some of these girls uh or some of these people are uh in a sense jumping on the bandwagon too because they like there's there's people out there that dating it dated him and liked all this kind of stuff and they were into yeah. it at the time but now revisionist history they want to go back and say it wasn't that way it does work both ways i understand that very clearly even though what he was doing was douchebaggery at its finest if you have a consenting partner to it at the time then you can't come back 10 we 10 years later and say you know but there's it's it's not black and white like people want to make it it's it's gray i i would imagine um you know the grooming part of it is a possibility but i, I like to, and i agree i think that the the weird and strange thing about it is for me anyway is that if that weird shit is happening fucking famous or not get the fuck out of dakota like i don't understand why in the fuck you hang around unless you're kind of into it or you know what if you got if you got to go through that you get a little you get to touch daddy's coins his gold coins a little bit and spend his money or at least in some instances get famous from it i don't know i'm not saying i know her and i'm not saying that was her motives but you know you think about those things you're like well were you using him i mean he was using you for whatever you know he wanted and then you were using him to get what you wanted i don't know i mean it just seems like a common sense person would just be like hey, you know what i'm fucking good like yeah. i don't i'm good and and you know that and that's why i say it's great i mean that like you or me today, as as a thirty five year old man, if I was in a position like that, I would be like, yeah, I'm good. Uh, as a twenty year old, I did some stupid shit, and I was yeah. I, I was influenced by really really stupid things. So to 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 say a to say a whatever people say about Marilyn Manson, it's absolutely true, and the guy should burn in hell is wrong. At the same time, um, at the same time, to say that that he didn't uh, he didn't use use predatory things on these women, he didn't trick young people into thinking that some of this shit was normal, and he didn't threaten them with their life. You know what I mean? Like, there's, it's in the middle. I'm sure some people were doing it, <coughs> went along with it because they liked it for fame, and I'm sure some people he actually mind fucked and really fucked up their lives. But either way, it doesn't sound like uh, yeah. A very but cool yeah, dude. oh, the thing about Marilyn Manson's Marilyn Manson. Listen, I mean. I, 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 if you're if you're a but if you're 18 or older and you're in a consenting adult and you enter into a relationship with another consenting adult and they're into some freaky deaky goddamn black magic in the wind kind of shit or whatever or goddamn anal beads and chains hanging up in their sex dungeon mm -hmm. and you continue to stay with them afterwards after they're gonna do all this shit with you and then you come back and say yeah but it was really it was heartbreaking for me and I'm just not the same anymore you know what you've lost a lot of credibility in my eyes because if you had said at the very beginning. Like if okay, if, if predatory is a different kind of thing. If predatory would mean that he was doing it without your consent, well, like in a lot of ways, that would, in my opinion, predator a predator would do like that's without consent. I see exactly what you're. I, I'm on pace. I see exactly what you're saying, but there is a different side to that, and the different side to that is someone acts like they're nice. Which, by the way, some of the accounts were like he was super boyfriend, super in love with them the first time they met, did all these nice things for them. You know, mm -hmm. he gave them everything. Was the nicest guy ever. And then the second that that he had them, ha had pushed the rest of their family away, had had got them in his bubble where they yeah. were depending on him for money, depending on him for things. Then he switches, and that's the predatory behavior I'm talking about. There's those cases too. And then all of a sudden, the guy's raping you while you're sleeping, or he's cutting you, and you're doing something, uh, and you've pushed away everybody in your life. And like this is a systematic breakdown. I'm just it goes both ways, though. You know, we don't. Yeah, know. there was a there was a story about I don't remember who it was that did some shit like that. They they got with the girl um i'm, I'm not gonna mention his name because he's on youtube as a fuck him but i think he's already got canceled he's a big piece of shit but um 
he basically did the same thing with this girl, but this girl was 14 years old and he did this over a span of years, that grooming is, that her is black and white. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, I don't yeah, know what you're talking about. I'm Yeah. Yeah. But he, he did this over a span of years and what he did eventually was to get her to cut off her family and friends, make her move to where he lived and basically just keep her in his world where he controlled who she talked to. He controlled the friends that she had and who she hung out with. So it was his basically a slave. And I mean, but she was 14 years old. So, I mean, it's a totally different kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck but out of here. <laughs> the, other, the other thing, somebody said she was only 17 and I was like, if she, yeah, then she's underage. I mean, that's obvious. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's illegal, but I don't, I mean, I don't know any of the details of it. I'm just, I thought they were fucking around when he, she was 18, but whatever, man, it's all, it's a, you know, it just goes to show you Hollywood is, is a goddamn butt back uh, basket of buttered weirdness that no yeah. one can escape from. Goddamn yeah. churning that weirdness out <laughs> i'm glad we I, you know what kentucky may be boring as fuck and we got some people out there in the backer fields yeah! yeah but at least like you know what that over in california that's goddamn willy wonka fuck fuck land i'm glad that like i'm kind of i kind of glad that we live here we bet some fucking weirdos here too man hey we just told a story the other night about a guy who tried to trick me into taking off my shirt and pretended i was getting fucking well uh, that was on that was that guy lived in california though. <laughs> to be fair he did live in california yeah so i mean that just <laughs> like you got a little you got a little fart bubble hey. from california for that hey we we did we did when we were kids have a guy that used to try to get us over and come party with him so that uh, that's a different yeah story. i'm not saying that we're, we're a perfect state i mean for, for from it but you know like, I, i'm not saying california is all of full of weirdos but i mean it just seems like everything that's coming out lately is all from hollywood weird shit yeah yeah no it well that's the that's where the famous people live that's that's all you're gonna know about uh gypsy war says rumor has that justice league 2 and 3 will be made back to back if the snyder cut does well i heard there's also going to be an an eight episode batflex show I want to get my news from mm -hmm. wherever the fuck Gypsy Warrior is getting his news because that all sounds wonderful. Well, <laughs> Mike, obviously, they're getting it off the hot sheets. We got this covered and anything tabloid. <laughs> <laughs> we just got done watching Men in Black, and that's uh, we agreed that we're going to call. We got this covered. Anything that comes out of them is the hot sheets. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the hot sheets. Hey, we just get your mic back just a touch. When you get animated, yeah. you're like Whopper the onion. <laughs> I, I, I get I get fucking into it, man. I feel like a I, I feel like a, a preacher, and I got the masses, and the Holy Spirit just goes right up my butt. It's like I gotta spread the word, y'all, <laughs> for the podcast listeners. Uh, blood, blood. <laughs> I would just say blood red skies, and I I said blood spreads cheeks. <laughs> Blood spreads <laughs> cheeks. Uh, thanks, buddy. He says, uh, Spectrum shut off my Wi-Fi all the time. Yeah, I think they just do it. I think like, yeah. hey, uh, we're not supposed to shut up for two weeks, but here's just a little, just to let you know. Fuck you. I'm going to turn it off for 10 minutes. Um, yeah, I, I I don't think, uh, yeah, I don't think the internet's ever been shut off here. <laughs> like, I don't think it's ever actually, I, I just have really shitty internet. So, I mean, I guess there's that. Like, it's, I'm still using the America Online, like, uh, demo <laughs> that they gave back in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Mann says, Sup guys, listening playing Twisted Metal on my PS1 and listening to y'all at the same time. Man, you're having a good night. I appreciate your night like that you're it. having over there. Uh oh, by the way, have y'all seen that uh seen VHS? That first story fucked me up, LOA. Yeah, we reviewed VHS, man. Was the first story the I like you? No, no, that one made me pass out. Like yeah. I legit passed out from a horror movie, dude. I thought I didn't think I'd ever I mean, I never fainted or or passed out in my life, but yeah, that I like you. The siren, the sirens. I think it was the third story. Might have okay. been the second story. We were watching it on the computer screen, dude. We were really close to the monitor, and I don't think I'd, I'd slept that well that night or something. And we were drinking early in the morning, and it was just there was a combination. And when that bitch went, I like it. 
and her fucking face split open like a goddamn tuna salad ready to devour you or some shit. I was like, I, dude, I went to the bathroom and I could see it, dude. Everything went tunnel vision. I could hear my heart going boom, 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 boom in my ears. And dude, I like, I fell down. I was going to my bedroom and I crawled and I laid in the bed. And Mike was like, dude, are you going to watch the rest of the movie or what? And I was like, <laughs> Dude, I was like, we I was got like, all right, watch, dude. We got twelve subscribers. I was like, we got a Yeah, he was like all mad and shit. I was like, dude, you might have to call the ambulance, dude. I don't know. He's like, seriously, do you want me to call the ambulance? I was like, no, just give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Big Papa, yeah, that was fucked up. Big Papa Queef, man. <laughs> I shit you not. That's this guy's name. Big Papa Queef, man. <laughs> Says hi, Mike and Jay. Can I get a Slender Man shout out to my wife Nala? She needs some Subway with Manscape because it looks like I don't king. Wait, let me go back. Let me do this. Can I get a Slender Man shout out to my wife, Nala? She needs some Subway with Manscaped because it looks like Don't King's going to pop out and say, only in America, haha, I'm gay, love y'all. I need a um, fucking uh, Dakota. I don't know. I have to go back. I literally had to switch out microphones because that motherfucker kept like going in and out. I'll use that Bluetooth one. Oh, okay. I'll read it to Hold you on. again because I'm still not sure what it means. Okay. But I got it. I gotta love your name. Big Papa Queef Man is his name. Oh, I like it. He says, Hi Mike and Jay. Can I get a Slender Man shout out to my wife Nala? She needs some subway with Manscape because it looks like Don't King's gonna pop out and say only in America. Ha ha, I'm gay. Love y'all. <laughs> I don't know, one one word fucked up that whole thing you were trying to go for. I but I'm trying to break it through. Uh, okay, we, I mean, <clears throat> I'm not sure what you're saying. I thought maybe you, you might have smoked some of the devil lettuce before you wrote that comment, but not a, uh, you know, you, th- you should have yourself a football sandwich and then have some manscape, maybe, <laughs> uh, or have your husband do some manscaping while you eat a football sandwich. Maybe that will help him do the correct agreement around him testicles that he so desperately did, because apparently only in America. That's what me then. I don't know, Noda. By the way, like your name, Noda, you're from the Langkung as well. So me don't know why you cheating on Simba, so, but we will let this one slide. <laughs> <laughs> why, why is everybody saying bless you, Mike? What, what did I miss? Did you say something? Did you sneeze? No. Oh, I did fucking sneeze earlier. That was what it was. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you, I always think of that Dane Cook joke when someone says, bless you. He's like, I don't do that. I'm not the Lord. <laughs> I'm like, God bless you. I mean, cover your fucking mouth is what I'm basically saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, guys, we got a good show for you tonight now that we've gotten into it a little bit. we got a great show. It's going to be a fun time in the butt cracks of Niagara Falls. Uh, that's Niagara Niagi- Falls oh, said I differently. Like uh, it's fancy, like me. Um, but no, we've got movie news to talk about. There's a little bit of Halloween Kills, just a little bit, but enough to squish and uh, <laughs> squish. And we got. <laughs> we're going to review a movie called The Burbs for a special Patreon member later. And then uh, I hope you guys have seen that because it's fucking wild. And uh, we got some crazy movie news involving Wayne's World. Zack Snyder. Let's start with that. Because, dude. Okay. Zack Snyder laid the did you fart? smack down. No, why? Can, does you smell People something? are saying you, you sharted. <laughs> did I you fart? fart? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. You guys know if I, if I fart, I'll put the mic up to it. I, I was going to say, you shouldn't like move around like this. He's a little squishy, a little squishy, mishy. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see here. Uh, let me. 
Uh, Edward Santiago says, Mason for Willy Wonka. Hello, Wham Fam. Hey, guys, what's up? Hello. Hello. How you doing? How you doing well? Hope so. Latrell316 says, it's Marilyn Manson. That's kind of sometimes all you need to say when it comes to certain things like that. I know what you're saying. Um, I don't know. Who's Marilyn Manson? What's he saying? <laughs> I think he's just back to the. I'm a little no, bit. No, I know what he's talking about. Yeah. No, it's fucking Marilyn Manson, guys. What did you expect? Yeah. yeah somebody was like, hey, Marilyn Manson set his nipple on fire and then fucked the dog in the ass. It was crazy. Like, it's Marilyn Manson. Was it at his show? Yeah. It's, it's normal. <laughs> Gypsy Warrior says, gotta know what Bane and Slender Man think of Manson. Uh, I was once in the dope show music video. My part got cut. But I'll say this. Marilyn was a gentle lover to me. But I am somewhat of a scoundrel in the night because I was molded by it, you know. You know. That's so nasty that you had anything to do with that man. That man looked like he smelled like the inside of a plunger after you do it with the turds in the toilet. He didn't look like that. He looked like a pogo stick of plunger. But don't like it at all. Marilyn Manson, he make good music. But you shouldn't do that with young ladies. You should take them out and give them some treats or something like that. Take them to the movie and then give them a rose every single day, Marilyn Manson. And first off, why you name yourself after Marilyn Monroe and Charles Manson? It's like a weird, like, you like yin and yang. We don't trust you now, Marilyn Manson. Me like you music, but you do nasty things in the bedroom. You should not do that. Why you do that, foe? Anyway, Marilyn Manson, you go back, you day fan, fan. Not, we still might buy you album, but you should be ashamed that you save. When someone puts something sharp up my butthole, I say, the fire rises. That's what I say when I want, that's my safe word, actually, but it sounds like I want you to keep going. But basically, my asshole is Stargate at this point because I've been with so many women who like the darkness. That's Anyways. nasty. If, if you boho look like that, you need to make appointment with doctor. That's how I'm bad. <laughs> if you poop, it's not even going to poop anymore. It's just going to fall out your butthole when you're walking around. <laughs> you're going to look like a, a chocolate chip cookie, leaving him chocolate drops as he walks away. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, okay, so, anyways, talking about the Snyder Cut. <laughs> this, dude, this is fuck. I love this. I love this story. So goddamn much that it mm-hmm. makes me me pee pee go woo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the little the little uh, the, the pee pee hole itself going woo 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 woo. <laughs> yeah, it was it was savage, man. Zack Snyder got on that. Oh, I love it. What do you guys hear yeah. this? This is fucking beautiful. All right, so start the news portion of the evening. Um, let me go to my handy dandy notebook here. Oh, that's the Burbs IMDb because I'm gonna pretend I know what I'm talking about. Oh, here we go. Here it is. Here's what I actually wanted to say. Zack Snyder, as you all know. As you all know, the Snyder Cut has been a source of habajari for so many people. Everybody's been fighting about it. There are certain media personalities. Let me turn this off while I explain this. There are certain media personalities out there that just want, like, just for some, I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know because they love Disney too much. They love Marvel too much. What? That always shit on DC projects that yeah. really fucking <clears throat> hate Zack Snyder. That, that even when uh, one of his children passed away, continued yeah. to shit on shits. him and say, yay, Josh Whedon. And like and not even be like, hey, that sucks that that happened. Is that, you know what I mean? So many people out there in the media have been shitty to him. And there's people mm. that aren't just shitty to him, but there's certain media personalities that were so mad. And, and, and when fans came out and they said, hey, 
we want a Snyder cut. We want to see Zack Snyder's movie that he made now that he's back. Let's get that going. The people who pushed that movement forward. There were some media personalities that came out and they said, you all are stupid. You all are insignificant. I am a media personality and I know that that the Snyder cut will never happen. And you all are just a bunch of idiot assholes from some Southwest Texas. And you can suck my white ass ball. Yeah. Zack Snyder, man, he's been through it. These fucking, you know, dude, the media really makes me goddamn sick to my stomach. Like I really just want to vomit like goddamn Reagan pea soup vomit from my mouth when I hear about him. Cause I mean, you know what? He, he nails it as far as saying, and that's 99%. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about at all. And he wants to do a face-to-face because these pussy keyboard warriors that get behind there and write articles all day long and say, this is a fact that I know. They have no! That Zack Snyder said this three... He said this three years ago. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why don't you just go and ride the Marvel train all the way to the station? Because Zack Snyder made 300 and that was it. And even then, it was barely clothed men with muscles rippling in the sun. And it kind of made me feel weird. I don't want to confront those feelings right now. Fuck Zack Snyder. <laughs> basically that's what happened so and you all uh, i think the, most of the people here know the, the the crazy shit that's going on with the snyder cut and look if you don't like Zack snyder's movies that's one thing i'm not talking about anybody that doesn't like Zack snyder's thing because he has a specific thing you know what i mean i'm talking about the media personality specifically that came out and shit on the fans just because mm-hmm. they wanted to see something and they, they talked down to him and they said you don't know what the fuck you're talking about i have a fucking podcast so i'm better than all of you or i work at fucking variety or whoever it is fucking whatever station it is shit on him well Zack Snyder finally just let a little fucking fart out of his anger and this is what Mm -hmm. it said and I love it so much in my heart he says I just think that's sour grapes there's really no other way to say it we know the people who are the architects of that narrative and it's pretty obvious what their agenda is those are people that I've held back from confronting by wiser been held back from confronting by wiser people in the room because I'd love to get at some of these characters and fucking stick my dick in their mouth. No, he didn't say that part. He said some direct conversation would be nice just to say, one, you don't know shit about what you're talking about, and we can break down everything they've ever said. I can make mm-hmm. a list. There's a few of these guys where I could just get a list of everything they've ever said that they thought was right, and I could tell them every single thing they've said is wrong. And he continued. And so, in what world do you have any credibility anywhere to anyone? I would love the opportunity to just say to the world and to fandom in general who these fakers are. I said fuckers. Fakers are and what should be done to them or with them. It's just a bunch of bullshit. In regards to that toxic fandom or it's a win for toxic fandom, speaking about the Snyder Cut, again, in what world does this toxic fandom raise hundreds of thousands of dollars for suicide prevention? How is that toxic fandom, they've probably achieved more than any other fan base and done more good than any other group, so I don't understand. You tell them, Zack Snyder. This is like Zack Snyder coming down the ramp at any kind of wrestling event and goddamn cold, like stone cold stunning some motherfucker in the ring. This is exactly what he did. And you know what? I like this because it's the same assholes, the same like never had a woman in my life bitches that write these articles and report shit like this that also go after the true Star Wars fans and call them a toxic community because they want what George Lucas promised them and the same universe that they've wanted for a long time. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. And, you know, that's what Zack Snyder wanted to do. He was like, you know what? You know when Superman, like, comes back from the grave and he's standing up there and he's, like, hovering over these little, little insect people? He wants to fucking, like, slam it down. Like, he wants to fucking hit these motherfuckers straight in the face. That's really what he talks about face-to-face. He's like, I'll, I'll fucking goddamn Spartan kick them off the off the roof of their bullshit logic. Yeah, dude, he made I'm, that I, scene. Yeah, I know. 300. Uh, yeah, I know. Zach, I know. That's why I mentioned I know you know. But, 
I know you know. I mentioned it earlier. But yeah, so yeah, Zack Snyder, dude, like he's a he's a great guy. I love him a lot. He he really loves his fans, and you could tell he's also defending his fan base because the the fans they call toxic are the ones that have kept alive the idea of what a real <clears throat> DC universe like that's different from Marvel. You go to Man of Steel, you go to BVS. Yes, there's problems with it. It's not a perfect movie by any stretch of the imagination. They just wanted to see what Zack Snyder would have done with the Justice League movie. And they're going to get that. And no, you're not rewarding toxic fans, you stupid bitch. You're fucking giving fans what they want. The ones that fucking keep the business in business, yeah. you're giving them what they want. Wow, what a weird strategy for a business. <laughs> I don't know. The customers get what they want and we get more money. Oh, oh, oh Jesus Christ. That's just a strange thing that happens in the world. Who could what have imagined? Fucking tool back from Benford. <laughs> And I just want to reiterate one more time. If you did, if you don't like Zack Snyder and you think his movies suck balls, like go to moviepoopshoot.com and just be like, Zack Snyder's a shit fuck director and I hate all of his movies. That's fine. I'm not, I'm not, you know, and, and he's a divisive director. You know, I get it. We disagree yeah. with it. We love Zack Snyder's films. But it, I, well, I'm talking about the people. It's just like kind of like politics. The people who are supposed to be neutral and who are supposed to just report the news instead are going, what? Wait, wait, wait. You fans, you fuck, you little fans are getting too loud for me now, and I'm going to put you back in your place. And then yeah. Zack Snyder came back, and those fans came back, and they said, shut the fuck up. Get that corn out of my face. And they made the Snyder Cut happen. And here we sit today, we're about to get a four-hour cut of the uh, of Zack Snyder's Justice League because yep. of what those fans did, and they raised all that money. Now, guaranteed, granted, in any group, there's going to be a couple of people who went out on their own fucking vigilante side missions and did some dumb shit. I'm sure there's people in the Snyder Cut movement who went out and said some awful, horrible things, and I'm sure there's some people in any movement ever that are awful, horrible people. But overall, yeah. as a thing, had that movement to, 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 to raise all that money for National Suicide Awareness been about any other movie or been from Marvel or been from uh, ran by Chris Evans, which I love, from Captain America, it would have been paraded throughout the goddamn streets. But because it's about a Zack Snyder movie, a toxic fandom gets its way. Oh, go, 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 go. Uh, that's what i'm saying man like you know i'm glad that Zack snyder is finally putting his foot down and i wish more directors more producers more actors would do this like when they're called out by these by these i wish he had name dropped because i know he wanted to i know he really wanted to he's like i really want to just single you out the fucking assholes that said this shit about me or said this about the top and i want you to you know, i want you to come and have an interview with me straight up face to face mm -hmm. and let me interview you for a change because i bet your wiener's not as big as that i know it's not because i know you have a small one because i can smell the fucking desperation in your fucking writing that you have such a micro penis that you write lies about me and you write lies about my fans but you know it's it, it is what it is man like the, the media the media the, the 2020 media or really the last fucking 10 years media are just they're the they're the toxic ones yeah. they're the ones that sow the lines of division between fans between people it's the fucking media they're the ones that say this this needs to continue on i'm going to write it and slant it this way or i'm going to report on it on the yeah. tv this way and slant it this way it's all bullshit and but i'm and let me say both ways because uh, like it, mo 90 percent when you say media your brain goes straight to politics both sides do it that i think that's yeah. where, you know with movies it's like ah, i can do what i want to i can you know it's like not that no, they just hate but... Zack snyder for no reason though yeah I, I think it's because a bunch of them 
like grandstanded over top of fans and said, you're not getting this. You're stupid because you think uh, you don't know how I love this line from anybody. A guy, a guy plays an extra on the set of fucking X-Files for two days and he comes out and goes, I'm in the movie industry. I know how it works. You don't just skippity doodah a fucking Snyder cut of a movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, it's it's 2020. Uh, possibilities are in are endless. We have the internet. Fans have a loud voice. They can twenty threes could do anything they fucking want us could do. Okay. I don't. I, I just. I. I never understood why. Why was anybody concerned about it? The, the Zack Snyder cut is a cool thing, and and like it's mentioned, raised half a million dollars for suicide prevention. Yeah. Like it's a good thing. Like I don't know why anybody would go out of their way to write an article in a magazine disparaging the, the fan group and calling him toxic and this is this is a, a horrible thing and we should not reward these kind of fans well you know what you will never be rewarded with sex in your life mr uh, anonymous author of the or of said article because i'll bet <laughs> you nobody would touch that pimply dick but here's but you know what i just That's i it thought. really it's not like it's not like he and like you, you mentioned it yeah inside any fandom whether it be star wars whether it be marvel whether it be dc whether it be snyder itself there's going to be a few rotten apples. That's absolutely 100, 100% right. Yeah. But that does not mean that the entire fucking fandom is toxic. They just want a vision of a director that they really liked, and they want to see how that unfolds because they were disappointed in said product with Joss Whedon, meaning the Justice League, and they want a fucking refund on that in, jo- in Zack Snyder. That's all it is. Yeah. And why the fuck? The fans are the ones that make you money. They are the ones that keep you in business. So why yeah. wouldn't you reward them? And you know, it got, I think it hit a peak when uh, I can't. I don't know the guy's name. I don't care. Uh, the guy's uh, a big dude at one of the big companies, uh, like the head dude at one of the big companies uh, that do exactly what we do. They just have a bigger name, so it looks fancier. Um, mm. Probably a bigger dick too. <laughs> <laughs> Probably uh, on a, a news story about Zack Snyder opening up, opening up about um, his child uh, losing their life to suicide. Yep. Um, and him talking about it. I don't remember the exact headline, so I don't want to uh, not quote it the right way, but posted a gif of Ryan Gosling laughing, like that gif of where Ryan Gosling's like... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like, holy shit, man. You can't even see that this is a human being who, while trying to make this movie, uh, you know, lost the, lost the child and had to walk away from the movie to be with his family in the middle of that. Like you can't even stop and vision this person as a human being and be, and how, how do you not root for somebody like, like just because you wanted Josh Whedon's like, because you want fucking Disney, a company that doesn't give a fuck if you fucking live or die to, to, to win out in the fucking battle over DC. Like yeah. a human being lost their child. They had mm-hmm. to leave a movie. The movie came yep. out and it was wrecked and it was fucked all up. And now he gets a chance to come back and 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 he got a chance to come back and uh, uh, I don't want to say redeem himself because he didn't do anything wrong, but he got a chance to come back and he fought through all that, came back, went back to work for the yeah. fans, put the movie together, and has has finally finished this vision that he was working on when when tragedy befell upon his life. And you're gonna look at that and you're gonna have a snide fucking comment. You don't have to love the movie. You don't have to say you think it's gonna be good, but come out and fucking say, hey. I don't like this guy's art, but I respect what he fucking did. And you know I'm so sorry is? for what he went through. It's pretty fucking awesome what he's doing today. For all these people who are supposed to be so fucking kind and aware and woke, they don't know fucking the first goddamn thing about what it's like to be a nice human being. Well, that's because the woke culture is, if you don't agree with me, fuck you, and I'm going to shut you down. That's yeah. what woke culture is. But not that's not the point. The point is, in any kind of reporting nowadays, it's undignified. There is no more dignity 
at all when they report. They're like hyenas that roam the fucking Sahara Desert looking for the goddamn uh, leftover bodies so they can scavenge on it. That's what they do. Or, 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 or you know, somebody that's down on their luck. Or that's what they man, it, it, like. If you and I disagreed with a a director or a writer or uh, a production team or whatever it is, I would never go after them personally and their family. I would never say a fucking word if they had something like a tragic event happen, which Zack Snyder suffered through, and then make light of it as if it was something to, you know, we can share this in the public space and poke fun at it kind of situation. Because that means that you are literally a skank of a human being, and you should even be, like, sharing the fucking same breath as a lot of us because you're a piece of shit. I don't have any respect for motherfuckers like that at all, and they should be taken out in the middle of the fucking street and caned and put on public display for the piece of shit they are. Because again, they're gonna hide behind their keyboard. They're, they're gonna think that they're edge lords. That's what they do. They think they're edge lords. I'm being edgy, bro. And oh, bro, I can say this and whatever, bro. I will put a fucking goddamn yardstick up your butthole and fucking call that edge. I, I you know, I hate fuckers like that. But yeah, yeah. dude, Zack Snyder is the comeback king. Uh, I love, I love his story. And I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be shocked one day. And I know they're doing the book because I know that that article I mentioned a book, the uh, release the Snyder cut book that the guy was doing. Uh, about the Zack Snyder situation, but I would be surprised one day them having a documentary or something like that detailing the Snyder adventure to get this movie made because it really was, and he's even gone on record and said that it, if it's not for the fans, it doesn't exist. Yeah. This thing would never have happened, and that just goes to show you how much people love him and they wanted his vision seen on the big screen or at least seen in homes yeah. and how appreciative he is. And but and, and you know, and I'm sure it means a lot to him too coming back from a tragedy that he suffered being able to get back on there and people being still supportive of him. But, you know, you have little um, small penis guys out there that fucking write articles like that. And, and they, they do it for clout. They do it for clout. They do it for any kind of attention they can get. And the more shocking the article by using the headline like that, the more they're going to get clicks. So I yeah. fucking hate people. And like I that. think it's more from pats on the back from their buddies who are in the same industry that they're in. Like, yeah, fucking stupid little fans. Fuck them. Let's shit all over Jack Snyder. Like, without even thinking a second about, well, like, hey, that's a human being over there who, you know, is going it through wasn't it. A, it wasn't a reporter, but remember uh, the Star Wars theory guy. They made fun of him. Uh, one of the guys over at Lucasfilms because he cried when Luke Skywalker popped up in uh, The Mandalorian. Yeah. And this guy was a piece of shit. He was a, a big fucking turd in the toilet that wouldn't flush. And then it got so bad because, again, you make fun of Star Wars Theory, who has like almost 2 million subscribers. It's a bigger fucking fish you can't bite down on it and ignore. He had to come out and apologize. It was a half-assed apology. But these are the people that say the fans are the ones that ruined the pro- – the fans are the ones that made it and kept it alive. Like I don't understand what the whole the fuck – anyway, that's a whole different conversation about the Star Wars you know fans and shit but precisely my friend oh god damn britney bush what the she always just pops out of there out out of the darkness you come and you throw fucking amazing shit thank you so much britney she says hey guys you know how i always drop in when i can rovanary is starting his interviewing for the houston police academy tomorrow love you guys and always support y'all when i can thank you so much britney and we hope rovanary gets that shit yeah, yeah, by the way, you got to tell him he's got to watch at least two movies of the Police Academy films and he'll be he'll be he'll be right as rain. And hopefully he gets a Mahoney or a Jones or something as his roommate. That's going to be fucking key. By the way, watch Nick all the Kelly, cop movies with him. Lethal Weapon, all of it. You got to let him Jay, know. You keep making fun of guys with micropenis. That hurts, you know, you don't have one, Nick. Jesus Christ. If it was any bigger, we'd have to have a telescope from fucking NASA just to encompass it all. It's huge. Stop, Nick. <laughs> 
But yeah, Brittany, I don't know. I don't know that personally, but I'm just assuming you have a big wiener. Don't worry, <laughs> Brittany. You got You got to show him all the cop movies. That is just going to put him in the mood. Every night he comes home from the academy, he's having a hard night. Maybe things didn't go that well. Maybe he didn't do so well on a test. Maybe he tripped climbing one of the walls or got maced in the face. I don't know what happens at those things. But <clears throat> you go, hey, I know you're in a bad mood. I'm going to make you a fucking cheeseburger, or you're going to make me a cheeseburger. We're going to order some cheeseburgers. I don't know who had the cheeseburgers, but what we're going to do is we're going to watch a cop movie, and it's going to make you feel fucking awesome when you walk into work tomorrow. You know what I mean? The poli- police Academy. I'm telling you. It's going to get him through the day. Yeah. It's the best. It's a great police great fucking place to start. Definitely don't watch End of Watch. That's going to scare you. Don't watch it. Okay? Eric Scott Lyons says, Tackleberry guy. Lol. Yeah, Tackleberry's great, man. I fucking love Tackleberry. And goddamn Bobcat Goldwaith is in the third one. Like, where do you put the batteries? <laughs> he's in the second. He's in the second one too. Here's a little song I wrote off our first album. It goes a little something like this: <laughs> "When I was in my fucking." Run- <laughs> <laughs> I like when uh, the guy with the glass. He's like, uh, "Sir, do you do you think this is gonna work, Zed, Mister Zed, sir?" He's like, well, "What are you talking about? It's working." When they gave the dogs like the fucking flashlights to act like they were searching the grounds for cigarette butts. <laughs> <laughs> uh nick says my wife doesn't think so nick you gotta trust me man just you gotta work the tongue my friend just work the tongue you'll be fine get down on that micro penis or no just work the tongue and yeah, I, what i'm gotta, saying is by work the tongue i mean you tell her hey <laughs> you pretend this is big <laughs> that's what i mean i thought you i thought you made, I, I thought you meant going down down baby no street in a ranger to the street sweeper baby cock ready to let it go <laughs> shimmy shimmy coco pussy what sometimes you gotta give you a woman something but uh yeah dude uh we got uh four minutes till uh and i gotta pee real goddamn okay. bad all right so we'll, we'll take our first break of the eve and uh we'll be right back uh we'll put up a video for you guys to listen to everybody hang out with us because we got halloween kills to talk about we got another snyder story to talk about it's not snyder we're done ranting and raving for the evening i promise we're gonna talk about the news we're gonna talk about the uh, joker that joker Ooh. picture that came out we're gonna talk about you, you don't want no beef you don't want no beef you don't beef Mm. We're going to talk about John Carpenter's uh, opinion on Halloween Kills, and we're going to talk about other stuff. We're going to review the Burbs. It's going to be a good time. Really quick, interject here. Holy shit, man! We got 353 sexual beings in the fucking house right now, ready to party and eat Twizzlers with us. And I appreciate that. Holy shit! Yeah, that's amazing. I just looked over and I I thought for a second it was like 153. Holy fuck! That's badass. Yeah. And, and 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 just remember this before we go to break. Like I said, just remember, just work the tongue, get her off that way, and then it doesn't matter what you're doing after that. It's all going to be gravy. It's all down. That's so weird. Me. It was such a weird uh, like uh, segue into that because I was talking about that. You're like, remember to work the tongue. I'm like, what? <laughs> I, saw, I saw Nick's comment, and I, you know, I wanted to help. That's okay. All. Well, we will be back soon, child. Back, guys. Work the tongue. Hey guys, Mike here, and instead of doing a traditional ad, I thought it would be fun for us to use that ad space time and instead tell you about our Patreon, something that you can get way more of stuff that you care about out of. I think it's pretty awesome. We have several tiers on our Patreon. Uh, There's a link down below of wherever you're listening to this too, or you can just go to patreon.com slash we watched a movie. We have multiple tiers where you get either a monthly commentary that's only available to you guys that you all get to vote on. Uh, There's a tier where there's just tons of extra videos behind the scenes, unedited stuff, trailer reactions that don't go on YouTube. Uh, There's probably shit loads i don't know there's a there's a buttload of 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 backlogged content on there that we've been doing over the past four years just for patreons there's a tier where you can get a personal message 
from any of our characters, from Loomis to Leatherface to Slenderman. There's a tier where you get to pick a movie that you want us to review or do a commentary for. There's all sorts of shit on there. There's a tier where you get an autographed picture of either me and Jay or Michael and Loomis. And I'm in the process now of coming up with old school blockbuster style membership cards so that's just some of the stuff a taste of the stuff that you get on our patreon uh, you guys support us you keep the channel going we don't have to worry about all the youtube bureaucratic bullshit because of our patreons and we really appreciate them so if you guys want to support us in a most awesome bodacious way and get really really cool shit for it just go to patreon.com slash we watch movie love your fucking faces and i hope you all have good sexual experiences this week I got good news. I got great what news. What happened? What happened? Uh, I can't say who it is because we're not 100% sure on it yet. Um, about 75% sure that it's going to be next Wednesday night. We're going to have uh, a really special guest on that we're really fucking super pumped about that you guys are going to really love to talk to. It's going to be awesome. Uh, it was the wrong turn review. Okay. Someone that has something to do with that. And then the uh -oh. week after that, it's probably again about 80 percent sure on this one that we're going to have the director of the new wrong turn movie mike p nelson on the show for an interview fuck yeah yes i, I can't wait for the awkward interviews to begin once again <laughs> it's gonna be fun as shit i'm excited me pantaloons bring your party hats it's gonna be great <laughs> yeah it's gonna be cool so uh mike p nelson we know we're gonna get him on the show for sure at some point but the plan is right now not next wednesday but the week after that, but the next week, Wednesday, we also have something that has something to do with that movie and some something to do with a whole lot of other movies that you guys are going to want to hear about. We'll, we'll have an announcement that very soon. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Mm -hmm. I love it. <laughs> uh, anyways. All right. Oh, it's next Wednesday's Tito Sanchito's birthday. It's going to be a good hey, time, all right. Tito. Happy early birthday to you then. Yeah. Yeah. Big go, ahead, go, down, go down and get you some Tito's. And have a great goddamn birthday. <laughs> Big Papa Queef Man has popped back into the chat. He says, I'll queef this damn bus around that. that that'll that end your precious little field trip pretty damn quick. How would y'all feel if Myers died and had a tombstone but came back as a zombie similar to Jason, undead Michael Myers? Mm. I don't 100% hate it if it happens 20 years from now after we've exhausted all normal Myers movies possibilities. Uh, I, I don't want it. I just don't want it. I don't want him to copy Jason at all. Like, I, like the whole idea of Michael Myers and, and Halloween is just keep it separate from Friday the 13th. Making him a zombie Michael kind of guy would be literally the yeah. identical plot of Friday, one of the Friday, what is it, Friday the 13th part four or part six? six He's right. a zombie. Like, uh -huh. it's, it's, yeah, don't do that. Don't right. do that. Don't you put your fa your foot on the gas on that one. You're right. You're right. I just, I, I, the way I feel about anything Michael Myers is once we've extended all possibilities of taking it really seriously, because you can still do that with Michael. Uh, but when the fever pitch of the original, like, you know, uh, regular Myers that we know and love is gone, I don't want movies to go away. So I'm up for some weird ass fucking ideas like Michael versus Jason, all that shit at that point, way down the road. But you're right. Yeah. Yeah. As long as, yeah, if there's still steam left in the fucking uh, engine, don't yeah. fuck around with that. Faux show. All right. Back to the movie news. Back to life. Back to reality. It's a good song. I, know, I love that song. Right. Every, every time, every time I hear that song, it reminds me of "Stay Tuned." Oh, John yeah, Ritter. Dude. That's a great fucking movie, guys. If you guys movie. have never seen "Stay Tuned," wow, love, love "Stay Tuned," man. Love that movie so much in my pantaloons. Um, I gotta, what is this business right here? What do we got going on here? 
Glenn says, does Michael Myers poop? I don't know. Glenn, I don't know. But that's a question that we all, as fans, hardcore fans, have wanted to know. Does he poop or does he go to a toilet? Or does he wear depends? Or just does he, his butthole's been sewn up? Like, I don't know. It's actually a really good question, man. I have honest to God. I think, that. I think the evil was so much in Michael Myers, it literally caused his butthole to shrink. I don't think he has a butthole anymore. <laughs> I got buttholes to the lightest. I just don't think he has. Uh, yeah, it's a butthole of evil. It's just it's it's like a conehead ass. He just doesn't have an ass. <laughs> um, so uh, on to more movie news. Uh, back to the Snyder cut. Zack Snyder also this week released this picture, uh, and you can see it in the little box there of Joker holding up a card that says Joker, and it says mm -hmm. it's to David Ayer and to Jared Leto. He says, "Amazing character you created. Honored to have." our worlds collide and just to touch real quick on, on on what we were talking about before that is what i'm talking about Zack snyder easily could have taken the joker and been like oh, i'm gonna take your version of the joker and i'm gonna show your like you got beef and i'm gonna show people how great he can be under my direction i'm gonna walk on this set and show jared leto what a real director is and try to like do basically what josh whedon is accused of doing on the set of justice league walking in there like he's big shit and talking shit about snyder and everybody mm -hmm. this is the way to do it he went out to david Ayer and jared leto and said thank you for you letting me use your character i'm honored you know what i mean how cool is that yeah, man, I love it. Uh, I also like the blurry effect of that picture because it looks like anybody trying to like focus their eyes when they've drank too much the night before and they're getting ready for work <laughs> and they're trying to get their hair done. That's in the someone mirror. handing you Taco Bell. That's 100% what it looks like. Um, or maybe you lost your glasses. But the, the yeah, dude, um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what Zack Snyder wants to bring forth with the, this with with uh, Jared Leto's Joker, because here's the thing. You can, I, I don't, I, I fucking, the, the Joker from Suicide Squad was a complete garbage fire. Like, I hated it. I didn't like anything about it. The 7-Eleven junkie look just doesn't work for me. Zack Snyder having anything to do with it, though, and maybe, I don't know, freshening it up a bit, maybe adding a little bit of more flavor, maybe letting Jared Leto be Jared Leto a little bit more than what maybe David Ayer did or that script allowed for in Suicide Squad. I am for it. I am so excited to see what, what that version might be because here's the thing. We just reviewed, and I know some people didn't like it, and that's fine. That's okay. You're still invited to the party, to the birthday parties, but so, uh, for the little things. Um, but the way that Jared Leto was in that, I always felt like that was the Joker uh, that Jared Leto could have brought to the, the, the big screen under the DCEU. He really could have bring brought a sleazy, grimy, nasty Joker to the big screen would it have been as big as Jack Nicholson or Heath Ledger or, or Joaquin? No. I mean, it probably would still rank, you know, blast. But at the same time, it would still be memorable and not inf infamous. Like, that's my point. It would have been at least you'd be like, oh, that was a great Joker, man. It's not as good as these other Jokers, but it was still a good Joker, and I enjoyed it. And that would have been the perfect Joker to square off against uh, the Ben Affleck's Batman. Yeah. Man, I'm – and you're, you're right. There is a lot of respect going on between um, creators, and, and there's a lot of love in the room. I can feel it. Okay, I want to smoke it. But it like I, I like that. I I really do think that Zack Snyder and Jared Leto, the, the Joker specifically, I think Zack Snyder could do a lot of cool things with that, and I can't wait to see what he does with his director's cut with him being in it. Yeah, man, and me too. I, I I can't wait to see. And again, I I hope that it's not like a, oh this is what a real director does type of reaction. Uh, I I really hope that Jared Leto's Joker because you know as oh whoopsie, um you know Jay and I did a. Uh, we did a dream casting. We have a show called dream casting where we pick a role and then we, we give our each like top 10 who we think would be great in this role. And I'm pretty sure when we did our thing for Joker, uh, before he was actually cast, Jared Leto was on our list. 
And we, we both thought that Jared Leto would be a great Joker. And we had high hopes, especially when you like when you saw just the blurry images of him a little bit. He looked amazing. The second that they showed the first image of Joker, the Suicide Squad Joker with the damaged tattoo and the tattoos. Yeah. Our first thing that we said was that's way too on on point. Like Joker yeah. is a maniacal, like psychopath. Like he's all about he's all about. Uh, I keep wanting to say chaos. anxiety, um, chaos and uh, uh Anarchy. That's the word I was thinking. Thank you. Anarchy. He's all about anarchy. He would never go and get like damage tattooed on his eye. That didn't feel right to us. And neither of us no. liked the version that we got in the Suicide Squad. But and a bunch of people in the chat saying this is not the Joker from the Suicide Squad. This is a different Joker. It's just Jared Leto's also playing him, which is really interesting. And that's going to confuse a lot of people well, when they see him in this movie. Here's the thing. I was uh, the, the Joker that we got with David Ayer as far as when Jared Leto portrayed him was the mother. First off, the the, the love sequence between him and Harley was garbage. It's fucking stupid. Joker doesn't give a goddamn about any vagina, whether it be Harley Quinn, which was hot, or any other vagina. He hates... The only thing he's fascinated or infatuated with is Batman. That's period. His focal point is Batman. He is crazy as fuck. He is literally the clown prince of crime. He can snap at any moment. He's scary. He's dangerous. These are all the things that they forgot to bring in in the, in the Suicide Squad. The thing about the Joker, like he looked like... You know, a guy that was just recently released from San Quentin, listened to Johnny Cash albums all day, hung out at the fucking Speedway, and is in love with his girl. And, it, like, I hated it. The thing about the Zack Snyder, I don't think it's, like, I know people were saying maybe it'd be a different Joker. I think it's the same Joker. I just think that he's going to be different because this is going to take place after Suicide Squad. I just, I, I like, because if you look at the timelines, right, there's Man of Steel, there's BVS, then there's Suicide Squad because in, in, in Suicide Squad, they mentioned the death of Superman and things like that. So the Justice League hadn't got together yet. And if you look at the picture, his hair is longer. So I'm thinking that his hair just grew out. He's been on the run for a while from on the lamb. And it, like, it's going to be, I think it's going to be the same job. I don't think that maybe he had the tattoos damaged bullshit removed or maybe he's he scribbled them off or something i don't fucking know well he but, could even he, still have them but what you said there's really fucking interesting dude because uh, uh and rambling movie takes said no that's the same joker it's just five years after the apocalypse which is basically the same thing that you're saying it could be him later down the line which yeah. it'd be interesting to see that same joker where before he was like a gangsta pimp and he was all you know doing the stuff and stuff like that but now after some shit got real and happened joker's changed and now he's the joker that we kind of all wanted him to be in the movie like he's the he's just yeah. this you know sociopath psychopath joker um but it's like let's look at the picture though like so when you look at the picture it's really fucking confusing because a that looks like joaquin phoenix that looks like that looks like heath ledger to me i see heath ledger in there as well mm -hmm. you can tell that he has long hair uh but also and nobody said this so i i know i gotta be wrong but he almost looks like he's you remember in um which which movie was it where Joker had the the it was the original one 1989 right when he had the bandages on after the accident yeah and he took them off right he almost yeah. looks like if it weren't for the hair there it would because you see the like you see his the crown of his head goes really far back yeah. like like Jared Leto's hair doesn't look like that like his well his, I'm I, I, like I, I know what you're talking about you're talking about the Heath Ledger the Dark Knight where it says why so serious when they were trying to tease out. And they blurred out uh, Heath Ledger and they had the card. It's kind of the same. It literally is almost the exact same picture that they used for the Heath Ledger Joker. So it does look like that. I don't, I mean, uh, he also looks like fucking a guy who wants to be Brandon Lee so bad he's dressed up in crow makeup to do auditions <laughs> for the new crow movie. But um, I, I mean, honestly, look, anything that's different 
and new from what they did with Suicide Squad, as far as Joker's concerned, is an improvement to me. Like a hundred percent. Yeah, and I, I, I do. I think it'll be better. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think I'm back. Uh, I think it'll be better, but it's just I think it's it's so weird that that well you see for one he has a glove on there right you can see like the the glove that you used to do dishes with you know like he he's got michael jackson on. but it looks like bandages it looks like he has bandages on his face kind of so i don't know if if that could be the situation that's going on there maybe he has bandages going around his face and his hair is just coming and overlapping it, it. i don't yeah, know it, it looks amazing though it, it looks like the fucking cure is getting ready to drop a new album <laughs> like, uh by the way jt customs did point out a, uh he had a good point here uh i think i don't know jt if i if i got this wrong uh I'm sorry, don't sue. But I think he said something about, well, the nightmare sequence, you know, the K-N-I-G-H nightmare that we never really got to see fleshed out in yeah. the Justice League movie, that that's possible that th that's the Joker in the nightmare sequence. That would be cool, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, a more even, like, worse off Joker, like, like you know how, like, Injustice, uh, Gods Among Us, like, that Joker was even more fucking crazy, I think, in he normally is if you had a joker that was on the lamb in in a lot of in like underground and, and even more fucked up that would be pretty damn cool yeah i'd be down for it. either way man like it's one of the few things that he didn't go back and he didn't film a lot for this movie like he said that pretty much but uh one of the things they did film is they filmed some new joker stuff and oh man like does this not excite you are you not detained to imagine uh, in, uh, in march we're gonna get a four hour cut of the justice league Coming from a guy who never even saw, according to Zack Snyder, never even watched the original Justice League, and he's got shit like this going on to throw into there, plus all the others, plus the Martian Manhunter that they showed that's going to be all yeah. CG. Um, oh my I god, we're going to get a new movie. Completely. It's gonna, it's gonna be a brand new movie, and it's been, like, a, like again, like a guy that's directed the movie saying he's never seen the original movie, he has no idea what the fuck fans are talking about anyway when they talk about the 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 justice league he's like i don't know what the fuck you're talking about like i've never seen the movie i never wanted to see the movie so i don't know what you're and, like i would imagine that 80 percent of the movie is brand new i'm not gonna yeah. say that the whole thing is brand new i would say 20 percent of it's probably gonna be footage they used before but 80 percent of that movie is gonna be completely new cuts new edits it's gonna feel like a, a, a completely different tone of the film and i think that's what people are excited for it's not the it's not the fact that it's a hundred percent brand new movie because i saw somebody had said that before what are you all getting excited about you're getting your panties in a bunch for like just a rehashed movie with a couple of bonus scenes no, no bitch it's not like that this is going to be 80 to 85 percent i'm gonna i'm gonna change it 85 percent a brand new movie you will have some leftover scenes sure but i mean when you watch it and you compare the two the whedon and the, and the snyder cut versions it's gonna be like Jesus Christo, am I alternate mentions? <laughs> now, now the only thing that could come out and happen with that is like if you watch it and you go, man, because Zack Snyder didn't see the first movie, he might not realize this. But you might watch it and go, man, uh, a lot of the same stuff in the first movie in this movie. But even then, the running time alone tells you that all these people told you that that uh, this movie could never happen, that there was no Snyder Cut, that it didn't exist. All these people that preach this to you over and over and over again, the running time alone being so much longer than the original movie tells you alone you're going to get an hour and a half, what, an hour and a half of shit you haven't seen? You li yeah. Literally, that's the way time works, guys. The movie was, what, like two hours and 20 minutes long? I don't know exactly. But this is a four-hour cut. That's an hour and 40 minutes extra that you didn't get literally an entirely new fucking movie on top of it 
what are people even arguing about at this point? I don't know. Yeah, look, you know, I don't even think they're going to have – look, Joss Whedon and Zack Snyder are so different stylized, like how they do their movies, like as far as directing goes. He's not even going to accidentally stumble on, on Joss Whedon. That's like Richard Simmons and Billy Blanks. <laughs> like they, These motherfuckers are totally different the yeah. way they approach their films. And I mean Joss Whedon is Richard Simmons and, and goddamn Zack Snyder's Billy Blanks. T- like, yes, they want you to exercise and not be fat and get toned up but they both have different ways of approaching it you got some glitterness and some fucking happiness and then you got bitch get down here and fucking do some exercise in billy blanks Clean and i'm gonna show you how to defend yourself but yeah it, it, there, i don't think he'll accidentally stumble on any of joss whedon's directorial um uh how he handles his movies yeah. and again i'm not shitting on joss whedon i like joss whedon uh, i think he did great with the avengers but Man, he was just not the right fit for that movie at all, and I think he was an asshole the way that he approached it and the way that he acted, the way that he acted to the actors and the production crew. Cheers um, to that, so. man. You said it, brother. Uh, Gary Catlow says, "Ask the director about Swamp Butt." LOL. We will. Don't think that we won't. We'll be like, "Hey, man, you get Swamp Butt working on that." That'll be the first movie? fucking. That'll be the first question. It's like, "Hey, when you when summer comes up, are you always <laughs> nervous in June when you get that squishy feeling in your pants and you know you didn't fart, but it's just that wetness, that swamp ass?" <laughs> you got. We like to loosen people up when we have them on the show. Try to get them feeling good and loose, and like have a good. We want people to have fun, not feel like they're fucking you know being interviewed for for a water company position. Uh, it was just like when we were talking to Nate Basil. We sat and talked about drinking for 20 minutes, and he actually went, guys, what is this podcast about? What are we doing here? <laughs> what are we doing? I don't know. That's what I usually ask myself the same question because after after a while, you're like, are we even doing an interview anymore? Like, I mean, are we just hanging out, like, fucking talking to a guy at Applebee's bar? <laughs> you got to loosen the situation and then bang, bang, bang the drum. Big Papa Queef Man returns, and he says, Arnie Grape versus Billy Madison. Make it Queef, Hollywood. You like that word a lot, and that word makes me uncomfortable. Queefing. Queef! Oh my God! <laughs> Blood Red Sky says, "I just want to see Joaquin Phoenix's Joker now." I would I, love to see that. Let me ask you, gun to your head, Jay. Do you think you'll ever see Joaquin Phoenix in Joker makeup again? Yes. I say no. A hundred percent. I mean, they've already pretty much they teased out Joker too not long ago. They, well, they said that they wanted to make it. They were just waiting for the right. I, I, to come well, out. look, the movie made like a billion fucking dollars. They're not stupid. They're not going to pass it up. And Joaquin's already interested in doing it again. So, I yeah. mean, I don't think it's not going to happen. I'm going to say no just because you said yes. I know that's what you do. But no, I, I think that, yeah, I think that Joaquin's going to come back for sure. I think it'll happen. I don't know when, but I, I think for sure. But, you know, they got to keep it separate. They got to keep it separate. You got to keep it separated. separated. Hey, but hey. I, but I, I think that uh, that'll happen uh, at some point, but it won't have anything to do with the overall DCEU, which I think is smart. I think that if you have, if you continue on a joke, I mean, yeah, I'm not saying I wouldn't love to see him go up against the, the you know the DCEU's Batman at some point or Robert Pattinson's Batman that would be great but yeah. the idea of the Joker movie going along its own merry way and having like these separate stories I think that's what makes it powerful man that makes it yeah. fucking like notable and again it's just like we were talking about with uh with Marvel like I don't need everything to tie into six different universes and have to be drawn out across 26 fucking movies that's great mm-hmm. when you could do it and that's great that they did it but just we know these characters just give us fucking movies give us stories you know make it happen Joss LaFleur holy fuck man I don't I don't know what the what the currency exchange is with the CA or whatever but either way man it's, it's a it's California currency whether it's <laughs> whether it's 69 dollars or 69 cents man we really do appreciate it. thank you so much brother uh he says uh, will there ever be a skit where Michael Myers smacks Loomis in the face with a twit <laughs> oh shit that's a fucking good idea he already Mike, Michael Myers smacks well, Loomis in the face all the time no he said with a twisted tea can like the video you know the video of the dude that fucking knocks the dude out with the twisted tea can hell fucking no 
<laughs> Luma should be the one doing okay, that. Well, I'm I'll, not gonna get smacked. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Let's do it. Fucking, <laughs> I'm I'm ready. I want to see what that feels like. Not to be a racist. It fucking hurts. Shit, but to be that motherfucker fell over. <laughs> he got knocked out. He says, <laughs> also, can me and my one coworker Anthony get a shout out from Loomis? So for Josh and Anthony, a shout out from Loomis. Uh, much love from a Canadian. Wham for life. A boot. Uh, Josh and Anthony. Yeah. How you doing, Josh and Anthony? I hope you're doing well this evening. I hope you have a great day tomorrow. You know, it is goddamn Thursday. You're one day away from Friday. Now. On top of that, I will also say I give you the shout out, but I also say fuck you. You're not gonna smack me in the face with a twisted iced tea. I'll twist your soul up and bungle it all the way to goddamn back to Canada. You ain't gonna have it. I don't want it. I would kill Michael if he did it. I would have a gun ready to go on his eyeball socket. Have a good one. I think I think we should do it. So our plan, by the way, you guys, and again, thank you guys so fucking much for that. That's a huge super chat, man. We really do appreciate it. Appreciate um, that, man. Uh, but our plan is like we're gonna get together on one Monday, Wednesdays, Friday night live streams, and then we're gonna get together every Monday. Uh, one Monday, we're gonna do a couple commentaries because we have a new show coming out this Saturday. Saturday night movie commentaries every Saturday night, nine p.m. And then uh, the, on the other Monday, we're gonna get together and we're gonna shoot skits and stuff like that and unboxings and trailer reactions. So uh, definitely, I, th- I think probably it's probably time to get together again this coming Monday. We'll be filming some more, uh, hopefully, some skits and shit. It'll be good. Time. Yeah, dude. Monday Mondays are really opening up some uh, cool shit for us. Um, We've already talked about. It. I think you guys are going to be pleasantly surprised in the buttholes mm-hmm. with what we come up with, because that see- really is that really is a, a Monday of focus. <laughs> it's our, it's our, it's like a, how come you caught him but not me moment. It's <laughs> it's like uh, we come in, with, you cannot get katana sword by stealing. You must earn it. Uh, yeah, we have a chidoshi meeting, and, and we we come up, we're going to come up with some good shit for you guys. Yeah, really looking forward to it. Marco Vivo Toro, thanks, buddy. Says in some way this Justice League has a bit of injustice type vibe. Totally, I hope get so. That. Man, uh, I swear to God, if they ever were smart, if the like, there's two adaptions they need to do right now, right off the fucking bat, to compete with Marvel right out the gate. They got to do an Arkham Asylum trilogy with Batman right now. They need to do that to compete with with Marvel. I'm not saying the Batman's not gonna be good, but I'm saying do that, and then the Injustice Gods Among Us would be fucking unbelievably yeah, huge. Such a wild. You could make like ten movies of that. Holy yeah. shit! And again, you like just do multiple. do multiple alternate universes like do the injustice storyline universe do this universe do dc black fucking make it pop baby pop that pussy (laughs) pop pop that pussy pop that pussy i don't know the word (laughs) i've seen a major pain uh yeah dude like oh my god injustice gods among us uh, like an actual adaptation with Zack snyder behind the camera directing it Oh god damn. It'd be like a I fat woman like fucking you. having all access to a Golden Corral buffet for 24 hours straight. I, It'd be nice. I totally <laughs> bitched out today on a side note. By the way, he also says Joker has a bit of Heath Ledger's Joker going on by the look. That's I totally agree, man. I bitched yeah. out today, dude. We 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 got our we got a membership at Sam's Club today, mm-hmm. right? And we had to go there and we had to get our pictures taken. Did and you go? Eh. I do that's what I, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Katie did hers first, and it was this this old lady, by, and she looked like an angry fucking lunch lady. It's like, take your slop and get out of my face. She was yeah. not in a good mood. 
and she's behind the big shield, you know, and we had our masks on, and they let us take our picture with our masks on. Uh, I double masked it up, by the way, because my main mask doesn't feel that comfortable. I, I want the extra protection. But um, we're up there, and the, she just holds the iPad up for Katie, and she's like, let me take a picture for your card. And I thought to myself, I'm like, I'm like, Mike, dude, you should cross your eyes or make a stupid face. And I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got up there, and I, <laughs> when she held up the thing, she just had this look of fucking evil in her eye that she was not going to laugh or be pleased. And I was like, cross your eyes. Cross your eyes. And I couldn't make myself do it. I was like... <laughs> but I so badly wanted that one card where I was like... <laughs> Dude, I've always I've always wanted to do... Uh, and I, I don't have the balls either. Like I, I know like I come up with ideas. Like If I'm going to get a picture of like a license renewal, I'm going to do something really fucking crazy. Like Remember Mr. Bean when he takes that picture and he goes... <laughs> Oh, like he makes his eye like he's like Ugh. i want to do that uh and then you know but i never can get the balls to do it like when when you know push comes to shove i'm like i suck her out i'm like like i think i would do that like even in like uh they were like you know if i if i got a dui or like i was i was arrested for any reason they're like all right line up you're gonna take a photo and i'm like because everybody just looks so miserable like and, yeah. and like goddamn 1800s black and white photo face i would want to go eh. <laughs> but but you know you wind up probably doing like yeah if you do it at the dmv they'll just make you take another picture but i figured maybe sam's club they'll let me get away with it but then again i, I didn't want to be the one guy she was like sir I, I i fucking have to be here all day long please don't fuck with me and take the goddamn picture i'd be like okay sorry and then my wife would have just been like I, yeah well you could just you could have held the face like this for a while i'm like take the goddamn picture <laughs> like i'm paying for the card yeah. i can take a picture i want <laughs> by the way uh i want to throw it out uh yes uh r.i.p dustin diamond aka screech i did yep. see that it sucks man he uh he was a young guy 44 years old and to die in the way that he did sucks that guy got diagnosed with cancer in january and three weeks later he died uh it was stage four lung cancer that's fucking scary man but yeah you know uh, i know what a lot of people have been mentioning uh that he uh, talked a lot of shit on the cast of, of and, and the crew of Saved by the Bell. He came out with that book, and, and you know it was like a tell-all behind the bell. And he admitted to using a ghostwriter. He did the sex tapes, which even a minute later on that that wasn't him. That was not his cock. He hired he a body double. Oh, yeah, I never dude. knew that. Yeah, he said he hired a body double to do the sex tape because the guy was broke. I mean, he filed bankruptcy. Uh, he was on an interview, uh, and they asked him, aren't you getting residuals from Save the Bell? Because I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, Jesus Christ, you should be fine. And he's like, yeah, I get them. They're like three or four bucks. Like, I'm not getting, like, anything substantial from the residuals. So he filed bankruptcy. Then he was doing something with Etsy just to try to make a living. Then he came out with the sex tape to try to get more interested. I don't know anybody that really wouldn't see the Dustin Diamond sex tape, but either way, yeah, it, it up, made though. some money. Uh, but he used a body double, and then he talked shit on uh, Mark Paul Gosler and uh, all those guys. He used a ghostwriter. He apologized for it. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we could name all the bad things that he did, and it sucks. But at the same time, he was still a, a cool guy that was a part of a lot of people's childhood. I remember Screech. I grew up with Saved by the Bell. Screech was cool. Uh, and it sucks that he died, man. He died at 44 yeah. years old, and he got diagnosed with cancer. And it's a, it's a bitch, man. And, and, it, and it came that fucking fast. So RIP yeah. for him. Well said, man. Well said. Gary Catlow says, Kathy Yon made Birds of Prey woke as fuck, and now she's turning on Warner Brothers saying they made the movie bad, and she wants a Yon cut. I've never seen it. Uh, I Honestly, man, I hear this all the time, and I don't mean any disrespect to you, Gary, but I I loved it. I, I loved the movie. It was in my top ten of the year. Like I thought that movie was funny. I thought it was fun. I had a blast with it. My uh, my Not my kids, because my younger daughter's not old enough to watch it, but... Uh, 
you know, my bigger kid liked it. I didn't see any wokeness in it at all, uh, but uh, I've heard a bunch of people say that, so that shit just missed me, I guess. But, I, I mean, I still liked it. But I do think that, like, at some point, at some point, we do got to tone down the, hey, I want my cut. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Like, I, I do want to see the Suicide Squad cut, because apparently there's a lot of shit edited out of that. What, who did he say it was? Who? The, the one that made it woke? Kathy the director, Yon, the, the director, yeah, she directed. Yeah, I, I never seen Birds of Prey. I, not, it, it has nothing to do whether or not it was woke or not. I don't give a shit about that. But honestly, to be honest, I just didn't give a shit about seeing the movie at all because the Birds of Prey never really was a high priority for me. I, I remember when the TV show came out. I remember the comic book ran. I never gave a shit about it. But I don't. I mean, uh, her being mad. I don't know if that's true or not. Again, so I can't really comment on whether it's because she's not. She's mad that it's not woke enough. I mean. Well, I don't, I don't think she said that. They just said that she made it woke as fuck, and then she said that they they cut her. Well, here's up. the also here's the weird thing. Uh, according to a lot of other people, the Mad Max Fury Road was supposed to be a woke fucking movie. I thought it was a great movie. I didn't see the wokeness in it. I thought Thank it was you. cool. Me either. I thought Tom Hardy was badass in it. I thought Charlize Theron was badass in it. I mean, I didn't. I like and and trust me, I'll call out the wokeness if they if they're fucking forcing it. But Charlize Theron was great. I didn't think they were forcing vagina is the, the master of the universe kind of shit i didn't think that we were talking so, about that earlier it's not always black and white there's a gray area i think that i mean i think if you make a movie with a strong female character and this is not against you uh gary uh because you're not the only one that said that but for for me i just i love Mar margot roby as harley quinn i think she's fucking fantastic yeah. but um I just think that, like like you said, with Mad Max Fury Road, just because the movie has a strong female lead doesn't mean it's a woke movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe and I was I was mad at myself when somebody said that. I was like, what the fuck did I miss? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, did I get, like, brainwashed? <laughs> was was that scene in Avengers Endgame where they yes. made it a point to make all the females be on one side of the battlefield and do that? Was it woke? Yes. On the yes. other hand of that, there's a lot of little girls out there that saw that and were really fucking pumped, and that made them feel really good about themselves. Uh -huh. So I don't really care. Like... I'm an adult. Uh, I see a movie and, and it makes me that you know a scene makes me cringe. I'm like, that's a little dumb. But ten other parts of the movie made me cringe too. So if that scene makes a little girl fucking smile, then fucking awesome. I say put it in every goddamn movie. I don't give a shit. No, I'm a 35 about, year old man. The thing you about know? Avengers Endgame, I think that the problem with that was the fact that if it had been organic, I think that the whole Max Mad Max Fury Row was an organic film. It made sense. Like she was awesome. She was badass on her own. It, it, you know, it got to it got the point across. It wasn't forced in. And, 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 you know, the thing about the end game, I, I did get cringed out of that. But I mean, but the, you know, because I, the whole story about Brie Larson going to the directors, I'm sure they rolled their fucking eyes till they broke the planet Jupiter. Like, okay, we'll give you a little fucking donut if you go the fuck away. It looked like that to most people. Even people yeah. in the theater, I'm sure, groaned. And I get that. But, I mean, I saw the cringe in it. I did. Yeah, it was bad. But as far as it being, the, the, you know, woke, as far as Mad Max, I didn't get it. But Birds of Prey, I mean, Mike said he, it was good. I don't know, but it, it's weird, man. Like, and I, I, I saw, uh, what's your name? Uh, something skies, red blood skies says that any movie can be woke depending on how you look at it. Yeah. It's a matter of perspective, I guess. But when it's so obvious, it's not really perspective anymore. It's pretty much in your face. Yeah. So like if they're doing something that's obvious, it's in your face. Yeah. And some of these movies do that. I don't think that Mad Max did that, but I don't think that it really happened with that director from, from, uh, birds of prey. Why would she, I don't, I don't know. I just don't. I don't think that she really cared that much of a shit to go and fucking yell at somebody. I don't she know. came out and said that she wanted her cut and that WB fucked her up. 
uh, she did that, you know, and I don't, I don't know what happened there. I don't know. I know they changed the name of it. It was a big fucking mess. Warner Brothers really had a bad track record for there for a while with like really putting their hand in shit. They should just let go. Jeff Harris says, how would you guys do a Joker sequel? I would be down, but in the same way worried because I love the first one. I personally want to see a Mr. Freeze tragic origin movie. You know, that would be amazing. The story of Mr. Freeze could really make for exactly what dude. you just fucking said, dude. And oh it would my make god! Him, uh, almost like like they made a whole movie about Venom, right? About yeah. you know, an ant not not a heroish villain, anti-hero, anti-villain. I don't know how you put that, but yeah, you could do that. Dude, Mister Freeze as an actual dramatic like uh, character that comes across as relatable and understanding of why he's doing what he's doing would be the best idea for DC to do right now because Mister Freeze is a very uh, complicated character. He's not technically a traditional villain in the fact that he wants to rule the world or kill people at random he's doing it for a for a, the reason that a lot of us would do certain things love he loves his wife and he's trying to cure her sickness her illness and he gets caught up in this crime uh situation and he doesn't really want to be a bad guy dude that would be so well done i think that you know what i would do uh back in the day i would cast uh, someone like and I would shoot it in the same way. I would cast someone like Russell Crowe and then shoot it like a beautiful mind. Do something like in those in those uh, like veins of how that movie was shot. I love that idea. And, and, and I would make it a very emotional, impactful movie so that when you leave the movie theater, even though you know it's Mr. Freeze, Victor Freeze, and he's going to be a bad guy and a nemesis against Batman, he has a good, solid reason for what he's doing. And then you're like, you have to kind of relate to it. Yeah, I love that idea. I, I just think that at the end of the day, though, it comes down to... It's Mr. Freeze. It's a guy in a gigantic suit. And I think in, in comics, you can get that tragic backstory, and it can be super serious, and you can have a guy in a giant Frigidaire suit. Uh, it's hard for me to imagine how you could – because I love the idea what you just said. But at the same time, like you, you have the serious trailer with Russell Crowe doing all this shit, and, and it's a movie like that. And then at the end, you're like, the sad tale of Mr. Freeze. I mean, whatever they call it, it's just going to feel like – it's Mr. Freeze? Well, they kind of did it with Joker, with Joaquin. He just has a terrible name, though. That's all I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying the story's not right for it. I'm just saying his the the name Mr. Freeze is maybe one of the worst, now that we go back and think about worst-named villains of all time. Well, I don't, yeah, and again, I don't, yeah, Mr. Freeze is stupid, but Victor Freeze <laughs> is his name, and I guess the, Victor well, it makes Freeze sense, though. It's better. Victor Freeze is his name, and this me, the media, which the media in today's world is just as dumb as in comic books, gave yeah. him the name, the Monkier, Mr. Freeze. So it yeah. makes sense. Yeah, you'd be cool if you ever said, don't call me that. Why did you say that then? <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? The ice <laughs> The ice uh, As far as how I would do a Joker sequel, um, I don't think I would. And this is why. It's not that I don't want to see a Joker sequel. It's not that Joaquin Phoenix wasn't great. It's not like there's threads to go with there. Honestly, the reason I don't think you can do a Joker, Joker sequel is because that movie walked the line of glorification of violence it was a fucking tightrope. I mean, at the end, when you got a guy who's picked on and mentally ill, and I won't go deep into this because that's a whole we could do a whole video on it. But it was it was it was touch and go between whether you felt bad for him and rooted for him at some points, and at the same time, he's also murdering people. You can't you can't you can't murder a guy just because he makes fun of you. I mean, maybe the guy didn't deserve to be murdered. That kind of thing. And I think that if you went further with that storyline, if it's called Joker 2, uh, uh, my original thought was, oh, you could do about the rise of Joker after that happened. He starts to get his team together. He starts to get power. He starts to become the Joker. But at the same time, like, at what point are the, uh, is everybody going to go, whoa, you're glorifying this way too much, and you got to stop now? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that they could – I don't know, man. 
I think they can make it because I feel like the Joker movie was just was was a prequel to the actual Joker, yeah. uh, like what he became. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix, like yeah, someone made fun of him, but it was years of abuse. It was it wasn't just one. I mean, and, and the movie itself explains that it's it's a tale of mental illness and undiagnosed mental illness. And he had a lot of fucked up things. I'm not excusing his behavior right. by any stretch of the imagination, but the point being. Is there been a lot of movies like that where they could borderline glorifying violence because they're trying to get a point across? In the Joker's case, I'm talking about Joaquin Phoenix's performance in that movie and the way that the movie was directed and the script that was laid out. Yeah. I feel like it was a good origin story of what we know as the Joker. And like we all know him as the clown prince of evil, and he and he's this terrible human being and and he's fucking awful and what he does. But there are there are there's an origin behind it. There's a reason why he's like that. And I feel mm -hmm. like this is a good starting off point. So I think they could do a sequel to it, whether or not it would go. Um, if, if the end of the movie and the sequel would end up him facing off against the Batman, which I think that would be the possibility, the potential of doing that. Yeah. I mean, I totally think that a, a sequel is possible. And I, the way I would do it is I would continue on his mental spiral of, of, of into hell that he was having at the and, and and like he glor like at that point at the very end of the movie he was basking in what he had done he was smearing the fucking makeup the, the blood on his face creating the Joker smile mm. he was having fun at this point Arthur is fucking gone he snapped and now in the sequel you would have a full on fully boner erect Joker that's ready to fucking torch the city I, I mean it would I I agree with you but I think that I don't think it could be Joker too. Like I, I think that that character can continue, but I don't think it could be Joker too. I think you have to put Joker in a Batman movie. I think he has. You have to have a hero of the movie now at this point. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, and I was thinking yeah, about that while I, you were talking. You need, like, oh, you need a yeah. You need a protagonist. If yeah, if you show if you just continue to show Joker as the main forefront of the movie, I think that mm -hmm. worked for one movie, and I think it barely as great as the movie was. I think it barely worked for one movie. It skirted I, the line of whoa, this guy. You know, this is our main guy. A little bit much. I think if if you put him in a Batman versus Joker movie or any kind of Batman movie as the Joker, and you have a a, a hero to follow, uh, that's like you've gone too far now, Arthur. Whatever. Uh, I think he could work. But as far as just following his story and his story alone and his rise as the Joker, I think at that point it's a little bit uh, it's a little bit um, showering praise on something. Well, it's kind of, it's, but it's also watching. I mean, in my opinion, it's no different than watching Godfather and watching the rise of a mafia king in Godfather. I mean, well, if you look at Godfather one, he was this innocent kid from the army. And then he got tingled up in the mess. Godfather part two really established him. You go to Godfather part three. I mean, it, it, it's just the, in, like it's him rising to the levels of what his dad was in in in, in the dawn. I, it's I, an interesting I point, but at the same time, in Godfather, he's killing he's killing other bad guys who are worse than him. If you win, but that he's still killing Joker, people. He's killing people, and, and you know, fucking. Uh, I know people don't say this, but like Batman or the X Men or whoever, superheroes kill people too, but they kill bad guys. It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger and True Lies. Like, yeah, but they were all bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Joker <laughs> is killing good. people on the streets. They made fun of him, and yeah, yeah. I mean. He, he, People made fun of his him his entire life. It doesn't matter how much people make fun of you, though. Eventually, you can't just go out killing people, no matter how bad people. No, I, I no, I, I mean obviously I agree, but I also feel like this is just a really good exploration of when someone hits their fucking wall, and 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 what how far down the rabbit hole can you go? I just think it's a really cool exploration of that psyche, and I, I mean, I, and Joker is an interesting character, whether or not 
you know, you're a fan of the comic book series or not. Even psychologists have done fucking books on him in yeah. real life yeah. because of the sociopathic, uh, you know, who he is. Like, he's just this guy that's completely lost. And I think that what Joker, the sequel would do, would explore even further down he would go. And then ultimately, at the very end of that movie, be the full-blown uh, clown prince of crime. But yeah, I, I think that they're going to make a sequel. Again, you don't make a billion-dollar movie that's rated R in the DCEU or yeah. the DC movie and not make a sequel to it. It's going to happen. Joaquin's already pretty much expressed interest in doing a sequel to it. Um, I, I just, I, I, It's going to be... You're right, though. It's going to have to be very finely done. Uh, and again, glorifying violence... Like, Quentin Tarantino pretty much like fucking jacks off on violence every day. Like, I mean, his mm -hmm. movies are literally full of it yeah. but uh, yeah you're right though as far as like the the the, psycho the psychology part of it and 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 the mental illness part of it they got to be real careful on how they approach that and again like you don't want if we say this about rob zombies michael myers all the time like you took a character who was who was who was mysterious you know who was who we didn't know why he did what he did and that's what made him so scary and you just made him from a bad childhood you know what yeah. i mean like if you do that with a joker too much and like oh he was he was he was bullied as a kid like he was bullied as an adult people treat him like shit uh it's so you know that's why he does what he does i almost feel like that does if you go too far i think they they again i think that the joker was fucking awesome i just think that they smoked it to the nub i don't think you can go back to that storyline any more than you did i think they found that perfect balance because if you go further with that then it's going to be uh oh this is all the joker is it's just you know a, a mentally ill guy who was bullied like the joker that we know in the comic books is much more mysterious and fucking wild-minded than that you know what i mean well there's an origin always uh simone actually says joker too they should do a killing joke that would be great and that actually would work really yeah. well but they would have to tie in batman at some point later in the film and i could see them leading up to that toward the last 20 film 20 minutes of the film having the killing joke actually happen or at least our beginning parts of killing joke that would be amazing as well uh and uh, <laughs> i we know it's a movie uh somebody say it's just a movie that's all i know i get it <laughs> hey, man, we, 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 under, we, uh, we understand that but there are there are uh, implications from the movie that a lot of people took after they left the theater you know yeah. was this a um a, a cry out for mental health and is mental health something to be scoffed at? No, absolutely not. Mental health is a, is a real thing, and people do suffer from this illness. And yeah, uh, not, I'm not talking about the. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, well, I mean, I, I'm just saying, well, you know, they they didn't. Um, I, I feel like the movie itself is a very unique, a special movie that focuses a lot of its material on the fact that mental health is very important, and this guy. Yeah, he got made fun of. And again, it's not condoning if you get made fun of and go fucking shoot somebody or go goddamn chop off their head and then shit in their mouth. Mm -hmm. Nothing like that. It's just saying, like, so everybody has their breaking point. Everybody has their breaking point. And some people handle it differently. What this guy did was go off on a goddamn homicidal, crazy uh, uh, adventure. Yeah, uh, and it's interesting to look at the joke. It, what it did was it reinvented the Joker in a lot of people's eyes because you know everybody just sees the Joker and they're like, oh, is this crazy fucking villain of Batman? But you know what they did was like made him a little bit more human, a little bit more where you can understand a little bit about oh i get it i kind of get it and it worked for the movie but overall if the movie wasn't so good i could see easily being like i don't want to fucking humanize joker like come on this is a fucking mass homicidal maniac who will kill you just as soon as fucking look at you now i'm not saying that about the movie because i like the movie you know what i mean but i just think the movie that that's exactly that's kind of it that's kind of what i'm saying that's why i think the movie works on its own but i think pushed any further it doesn't work but how badass would it be dude if you created like fuck robert fuck 
fuck Joaquin Phoenix living in Robert Pattinson's Batman world? What if they took Batman and they put a new Batman into the Joker world? What if we had a new Batman that was grown up from that kid, you know, uh, yeah. that was in the movie, and, and you had a complete different world over here? That could be pretty neat, too. But now That's what I'm saying. I, I, that goes back to the fact that uh, Warner Brothers is in a really unique position where they can do this with their characters. Yeah. They can make several tangent storylines that have nothing to do with one another if they so choose. Yeah. And keeping Joker rated R, which, look, the sequel is going to fucking happen. I mean, hundred. I mean, I would stake my goddamn wiener on it. It's going to mm-hmm. happen, and whether or not they put Batman in it is going to be the interesting point. I don't think they'll do it because they've already got two Batman at this point. They've got the Batfleck, and then they've got Robert Pattinson. Throwing another Batman in the mix with Joker, it'll just confuse things even further. So they'll probably leave that out. You'll see Joker too. But if the money's right and the story makes sense, I don't know. At maybe at some point, if the Batman does really, really well with Matt Reeves. Could there be a potential crossover? I'm not going to go ahead and rule it out. I'm not. I'm not going to be that asshole. And like, I definitively no, no way. I think they might. I, I think that if Joker two, which the sequel does well, the Matt Reeves, the Batman does well. I think at some point you'll have a Robert Pattinson Batman facing off against the Joker, Joaquin Phoenix, and I think that'll be fucking phenomenal. What's weird though is if you think about this, that's like Warner Brothers competing with itself in a way. Yeah. Because if you think about it. Those are billion dollar films right there, right? Yeah. And then what if the what if uh, the next you know Flash and and all the other stuff that they're doing doesn't really do the same amount of money as they're doing with those type of characters? It's almost like why are you doing? It? It's like opening up a McDonald's next to another McDonald's that you already own. Like I don't know. <laughs> then they'll go real quick back to the the super low key storylines and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But anyway, hey, great fucking question, dude. We we spent half the hour on that, <laughs> but it, it's that's an interesting conversation for sure, man. For sure. Uh, Marcus Six says, "What are your thoughts on us getting a Halloween k- kills trailer?" They're in the Super Bowl this Sunday. Dude, last mm-hmm. last Super Bowl, I fucking I even did an article on it. I'm like, if you look here and you look here and you look here, it's possible it happens. We get the movie uh trailer. We didn't, and I don't think we will this time. I think June is 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 probably when you're gonna see another Halloween kills trailer. Yeah, dude, it's not coming out in Super Bowl at all. Like I think I said last year, because the thing is it costs a lot of money to pay to pay fucking advertisers to make your commercial for the Super Bowl, they're not going to put out that much money for it. And and plus right now, Halloween Kills is Too a unique off. position. Yeah. And it's also expensive as fuck for the, you, to, you to pay for the Super Bowl. And how, like, I don't know, man. I, I, I feel like uh, you won't see the next trailer for Halloween Kills. It'll be, I, I, I'm going to think more August, honestly, because I think they're putting it together. If they see, if they stick to the timeline of October, because that was the whole point, right? I mean, yeah. we don't even know if the movie theaters are still going to be around. I only say June I, because that's when Halloween 2018s came out, and that movie also came out in October. Mm-hmm. But who? I don't know at all. So we will see. But yeah. we will see. It'll be exciting. Do if we, I see that during the Super Bowl? Goddamn, dicks hard for months. <laughs> hard dicks. Signed. I don't want it during the Super Bowl, dude. I just want to concentrate on how bad the Chiefs are going to beat the fuck out of the Buccaneers. You heard it here first. Joe Madero says, I just want to let you guys know that I'm done in quarantine and I'm back to work on Friday. Thank you all for the positive thoughts. Fuck yeah, Joe. Fuck hey, quarantine's over with, Get buddy. It. Get it. Yes. And to all of you guys who are dealing with COVID, whether you're waiting on a test to come back or you got a family member that tests positive or you're positive yourself or whatever the happenings may be, our thoughts are with you. That shit sucks. Waiting for a test result to come back sucks. Uh, knowing you have a family member that has it sucks. It's a bitch, man. It really is. Yeah, it sucks. But by the way, you used to be that guy from Punch-Up, man, with the pink jumpsuit falling around the fucking guy that's training you and have that music in your head. Like, that's all you got to be. Train up, man. You're good. I'm glad that you're back out. 
Fucking A, man. Fucking A. Cheyenne Turner says, hey, guys, I think Russell Crowe would be a great Mr. Freeze. Did she- you actually, I, I, I agree. Uh, somebody actually called out fat Russell Crowe as a Mr. Freeze. Like, I mean, I know Mr. Freeze is technically a kind of thin guy, but if you had fat Russell Crowe and, and, and his acting prowess alone could guarantee, yeah, dude, he's, he'd be perfect. I don't think he'd ever do it. He turned down fucking Wolverine and gave it to Hugh Jackman. So I don't think he's really interested in uh, comic book movies. Yeah. But it would be he'd be great. He'd be a great. I I also would pick. Uh, I think Paul Bettany would be a really good uh, Mister Freeze, but he's tied up with the Vision. I don't love Paul Bettany, but I could totally see that man. I really could. Uh, Maxima Max says Henry Cavill as Injustice Superman would be insane. The little bit of evil Superman we got in Batman's Nightmare and BVS shows he could pull it off. Zach is great at delivering yep. fan service properly. Oh yeah. Oh fucking yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, Again, an injustice would would be a killing for anybody to make. Uh, I just feel like Warner Brothers put their balls in Marvel's purse and has forgot to pick them up. So just like the Burbs, hey, can you take your balls out of your wife's purse so you can fucking be human for a moment? Uh, we know we know people, like, but I'm saying like that. That's exactly what that was. So Big Papa Queef Man says, "Can I hear Slender Man attempt to screamo?" <laughs> What's I screamo? See this. You know screamo like yeah. You know like. Oh, oh, um, yeah, I guess. Uh, I, okay, so maybe on like uh, a Six Flags uh, amusement park ride, and me going up like this. Here we go. Oh, whoa! <laughs> that a little, was a little hard pitch. But <laughs> now, me not trying to do rock star with Mark Wahlberg. Thank you, babe. Me not gonna go <laughs> I that high. I need nah, it. me ain't gonna do it. That's as far as it goes. <laughs> Come on, dude. Give me one big scream. Me can't do it. That's as far as it goes. <laughs> me just see. God damn it. I'm gonna get him to do shots later. We'll do it. Um, Slitter Man, that. <laughs> yeah, Slitter Man can't go that high. That's 100%. <laughs> the balls are still hanging low. <laughs> we'll let you wear the emo fucking uh, head thing. Joshua Stinchcomb. Oh, I heard something scary. Joshua Stinchcomb, I like your name. I don't know why. I just like it. He says, hey, Mike and Jay, could I get Slender Man to wish my brother Christopher Robin a happy birthday? Love you all. Thank you for all the laughs. Chris, like from Winnie the Pooh? <laughs> Christopher Robin, a happy birthday from Slender Man. Happy birthday, Christopher Robin. Make sure that you read many stories from Winnie the Pooh. As Mike has already mentioned, your name is similar to the character in the films and in the book as well. Now, don't you get thick on that honey, honey. All right? You make sure you make sure that you have appropriate amount of it as well. Do not do anything foolish as well. Like go to a strip bar in the middle of night and blow all you money. Okay? You stay home and enjoy yourself with your loved ones, Christopher Rubin. <laughs> and by the way, next morning, you have someone take you a subway sandwich right away and you have an egg subway sandwich. Okay, Christopher Rubin, you have a great one. Thank you so much. <laughs> Nikki Ball says, hey, guys, just want to thank you, Nikki says, hey, guys, just want to say love you guys and the Wham family for me and Alex, a.k.a. The Shape in the Shadows. Could we get a shout out from Dr. Chalice uh, for Nikki Ball and Alex? Uh, well, hang on. I got to. You got to get more drunk. Oh. <laughs> you know. As a doctor, sometimes people come around and, uh, you know, 
They just really, I like the cut of their jib. And I like the cut of your jib, Nikki. I like it. Uh, I'd like to take you to a ball game, buy you a hot dog, maybe a pretzel with some mustard. Uh, but you and, you know, Alex is a good guy, too. You know, Alex is a guy I could go to the pub with. You know, we could have a couple, uh, we could have a couple Boilermakers. And, uh, you know, we walk out to the street and your stomach gets full and you feel like you got to take a, 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 a pee. And you take a pee in the street, and then someone yells up, and they go, hey, your wank is out. And I say, hey, listen, Linda. And they go, my name's not Linda. I'm not your wife, buddy. Your wank is out in the street, and there's children around. And I say, hey, I got the kids some goddamn Halloween masks for Halloween. I did my part. I got conferences. I got conferences. Mrs. Grumpridge can wait. Where's my car? Alex? Nikki? It's getting late. Let's have a drink. <laughs> Dude, I swear to God, what I hear when you do that, I swear it sounds like goddamn Barack Obama drunk <laughs> on the sidelines at Michigan Wolverines <laughs> coaching the fucking college football team to victory, but he's drunk as fuck and he can't remember what the plays are. <laughs> it sounds like a drunk Barack Obama college football coach. It's such a hard <laughs> it's it's funny because it's such a hard thing to do because he just sounds like a dude. You know, like Dr. Chalice just sounds like a dude. You know, you really need the mustache and the outfit. I was going to say, I, I think that 90% of his cool factor is the mustache. It is. But then again, he was in uh, He's the powerful. Fog. He was in the fog, too. I mean, that guy was Dr. Chalice. Uh, uh, Tom Atkins in the, fo in the fog. He was Dr. Chalice, too. When he was, she was like, are you weird? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm weird. I know I, I like I liked your chalice, man. I, I just every time every time I fucking hear it, dude, I swear I think of Barack Obama. <laughs> it just sounds like <laughs> Barack that. Obama drunkenly talking to me about something that I don't really know what Thanks. he's talking about. <laughs> I, I think I, I honestly, dude, I, I I think it's more like you know in a uh, Deadpool two when like the guy named Tom who wants to be a oh part Sugar of Bear, Xbox? Sugar yeah. Bear, yeah. are you Sugar <laughs> Bear? That's, that's what I come out. Go like home, Sugar Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Marco Vivo Toro, they said they mentioned that aspect of Joker being punked and bullied and having a tough life in the animated movie Red Hood. That's true, too. They do mention that. Oh, yeah, they did. Okay, yeah. But that's one. the thing about Joker, right? His story's all over the place. Um, uh, Gary Catlow says, I haven't seen Birds of Prey. I just heard it was bad, and apparently Kathy said stupid stuff before it came out. What I meant is she's after her own cut now, and too many people want their own cut. That, and mm, I totally agree true. with you. That's true. Yeah. David but, Ayer's also got the, 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 the crowd working for him, too, yeah. for a Suicide Squad uh, director's cut. So. But I do think that you should watch it because I think it's I think it's I think I, I'm, I, I planned on doing it. I just haven't got around to it. And then um, uh, sorry, I'm just trying to get through super chats. We'll take a break. We'll come back with the Halloween news and the Burbs review. Um, Ash Lockhart. Hey, I haven't seen you in a while. Ash, good to see you. It says expect another package from me and Kelly again. Thank you all. Very Sweet. Much. You guys can't wait. Fucking cool as shit. And we love you. We it really better be Pert Plus shampoo because I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, Lex Green says, what's up, my guys? Can I get a Slender Man shout out too? thanks, Lex? Hey, Lex. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, of course you can, Lex Green. I mean, you could have a shout out all day long. By the way, you names sound like something that you made up on the Xbox console when you play in Halo. In the way, like, it also sound like, uh, you know, you, you sound some calls on the side. You use call salesmen. That's what happens sometimes, especially in these dudes. In the way, Lex Green, we hope you have a great evening. And everything going well for you. We hope you laundry is done as well so that you have fresh underwear on as you walking around town tomorrow. Lex Green, you have a great week, and we will see you again real soon. Thank you so much, Lex Green. 
<laughs> All right, guys, we are going to take a quick pee pee break. We will be right back with Halloween Kills Talks. Again, it's nothing crazy, but it's just something fun we can talk about. And then uh, uh, Halloween Kills comes out on my birthday, February 22nd. Surprise! <laughs> oh, fuck. I wish it was true. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. We'll be right back. My pee pee hurts from needing to pee pee. I'm ready to touch it, squeeze it, smack it up, flip it, whatever you want. Let's put some jelly on that and just call it a day. <laughs> hey, by the way, I want to go ahead and uh, give a quick shout out to the moderators that have been very readily available for us. They've done a fantastic job. Yep. Let's give a round of applause for them. They're awesome. Thank you guys so much for spending time with us and doing the job. And we appreciate it so much. Fucking A, man. Fucking A. And Vanessa is our newest moderator. I know. I love it. I love it. And that's why I always wondered, Vanessa, were you not ready to step up to the challenge of Grey Skull yet and and grip the sword and say you have the power? Because <laughs> yeah, she's great, man. Like Vanessa is an awesome person. And I'm really happy that she's a moderator and along somebody, with everybody else. To be a moderator, it has to be somebody that's level headed. It's not gonna be like, hey, you're not allowed to say the word uh Greg. Or else I'll fucking cancel you. You know, you, hey, man. Get, you know, and, and our moderator. And no cool. offense to Greg Harris. We love you, Greg. But hey, man, your name has come up. <laughs> like, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I love you, Greg. <laughs> Ash Lockhart. Thank you, Ash. Says no one thought Jason could die, but the courts proved us wrong. The lawsuit killed him in one strike. It's true. That's true. That's sad. I don't I don't like what, what you just did there. I don't like how you how you uh, worded that. <laughs> that makes me sad in all the wrong places. The courts uh, yeah. did it. Uh, Gypsy Warriors says, "Missed my super chat, but what the heck, Zack Snyder, Jason movie, or Christian, or, or Christopher Nolan, uh, Elm Street movie? Sorry, we missed it, man. Um, you guys are fucking just amazing in here tonight, and you're killing it. And my bad. Um, but uh, Zack Snyder, Jason movie, or Christopher Nolan, Elm Street movie? I'm gonna. Say I would uh, absolutely Zack Snyder because. Oh Christopher really? I was. I, I, I thought you'd go. I thought you'd be in my court here, son. Mm-hmm. I was gonna go with Nolan." For the nightmare movie, just because I feel like uh, if you look at, you know, he, the way that he films, is, it's very uh, cerebral. Yeah. And it's more like, you know, like low kind of key, like the way that he tells the plot and stuff. I feel like he would do a really good job with Nightmare on Elm Street. But again, I think that Quentin Tarantino would knock that shit out of the park like 100 yeah. percent. But there too. I, and, you know, you may be right. You know, I, I think Chris Rollins a little bit overrated. I think he's he's too full of smelling his own bullshit. But yeah, I don't like him as a person, but I, I mean, again, his work is fucking beyond reproach in some ways. The, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think you might actually be right, man. Like, I think I know I would know what to expect from a Snyder Jason movie, but a Nolan Nightmare movie. Dude, would be it would so be fucking intriguing. Yeah, you know? dude, it would be like some dark psychological fucking thriller shit. That's a good that's a really good fucking point. Um, and then uh, let me see here. Isabel's here. She says, pick boo. Hey, Isabel. Hey, it, Isabel, how you doing? It's late up in Isabel's neck of the woods, man. Thank you for mm-hmm. hanging out with us tonight, Isabel. And and even though you can't join us on some of these, because I know it's really late there, um, I hope you enjoy the, the replays, and you're just as much in our hearts, whether you're here or not. I hope you know that. You're a huge part of Wham, and we love you. Uh, Mark Dorman says, hey, guys, got to bounce to get a job application in by midnight. Can I get some encouragement from Chalice? Well, let me tell you something, Mark. Being a doctor with an estranged ex-wife who's always on my ass about the fucking kids. When I just want to go to the bar and I want to watch the baseball game and have a couple boiler makers, I can tell you this. A man wakes up in the morning and he puts on his aftershave. And he, he, he shaves his beard to whatever extent he'd like to shave his beard. And then he slaps on some brute. He goes out in the business. He puts on his bomber's own, members-only jacket. You see a nice lady in the street, you smack her on the butt, and you say, hey, i just like to cut of your jib, little lady. 
And sometimes it works. And sometimes you end up in court. But let me tell you this, Mark. You go and you get yours because you're a man. And you do what men do. And if it doesn't work out, you have you a six-pack of Miller High Life and you say, oh, what fur? What fur? And then you just go on with your business. You'll be okay, my friend. You'll be okay. Uh, Drunk Barack Obama. <laughs> Austin says, Loomis and Ace Ventura buddy cop movie. That would be fucking hilarious. I would, I would, I would love to see it. Well, we, we almost kind of touched on that at Scarefest. We had uh, a guy that was pretending to be, or he did a really good job of, of, uh, of parodying uh, Jim Carrey's Ace Ventura. We were, I don't know what Scarefest it was, but they, we, we did that with him and Ernest. Uh, Mike was dressed up as Michael Myers. I was Dr. Loomis. Then we had Ace Ventura and uh, true, yeah. Ernest. And dude, it was actually pretty fucking funny. Those guys were great. That'd be hilarious. We kind of did that. That That's fucking wild, dude. I forgot about that. Ryder, mm-hmm. thank you, buddy. He says, I love my dad. So we love you, son. We love you. Now clean your room. Get a job. What are you doing? <laughs> you sitting around saying you love people. You should love a job. Employment. <laughs> Word of the day. Employment. All right. Night, Mark. Love you, man. All right, let's do the Halloween Kills news because I'm sure some of you guys here are only here for that because we're only a Halloween channel. I don't know if you guys know that. We don't do anything yeah, else. That's all we do. Uh, we, lick, we lick the ass of fucking Michael Myers all day long. <laughs> and he doesn't poop, so it's a nice ass to lick. Yeah, it's just it's a, it's a clean butthole. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. Uh, let's see here. What we got What we got going on here? That's something else. That's, uh, that, I was trying to look up the Canadian dollar. Oh. <laughs> trying to figure out what was going on with that super chat there. Um, but uh, no, they interviewed. Um, they interviewed John Carpenter. Yeah. E- Entertainment Weekly interviewed John Carpenter. Amazing man. A man who doesn't give a fuck to tell you what the fuck he thinks. He'll give you. He'll shoot you. Straight. I like it. He's a straight like shooter. Um, but they asked him. Uh, the thing I found that nobody's talking about that I found pretty interesting. He said, "They said, are you finished with scoring Halloween Kills?" And Carpenter said, "We're done with that." Unfortunately, mm-hmm. we can't score the next one, Halloween Ends, because everything's on shutdown. Hopefully, things will get better next year. What does that say? Well, that means that they scored a really awesome soundtrack for Halloween Kills, but Halloween Ends is just kind of fucked right now. It's mm-hmm. in the wind. It's floating around. Rose is holding on to dear old Jack, but the motherfucker might sink like bricks. I think that that's like pretty much what we're talking about right now. And, and you know, John Carpenter, everything shut down. So production on Halloween ends, it's kind of scary. Uh, I'm not saying that he revealed anything that's not, you know, that that's going to get anybody in trouble or anything like that or, or gave us any kind of inside scoop. But it's interesting to the wording of that specifically, that everything is shut down. That makes you wonder, are they going to because Halloween kills comes out this year, according to Jason Blum, you know, hell or high water. It's coming yep. out in October. Fuck the man. Mm-hmm. And it's going to come out and that's it. So it makes you wonder if Halloween ends is going to be pushed back, you know, not indefinitely, but at least for a couple of years or like maybe a year and a half, two years. Yeah, You know, I, well, that's what I'm worried about. I'm well, not saying that it's going to happen. I'm just saying it's kind of, you know. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. I think I think and this is what happened when uh, which I'll be completely honest, when the pandemic started and and it was way back in the early summer. Right. Yeah. Um, by the way, I have some great memories. As horrible as everything was, I just want to say I have some great memories because of you guys of that time. Because everything was scary. Everything was shutting down for the first time. 
and we started doing live streams for the first time. And we just started having a goddamn blast with you people in the middle of this pandemic. As scary as everything was, it was a nice place to go and shoot the shit and let it out. And uh, that was a wild fucking summer, buddy. That was a wild summer that we lived. It was in. a it was a, it was a sexual uh, adventure for wow. all of us. That was a wild. And, and and once again, the Wham family came through, man. And you guys just made it something completely different. And those those couple those couple hours we spent with you guys every night or a couple nights a week was really special. But let me say this: uh, when that came out, originally I said no way. This shit will be handled. We'll be all right by October. I was wrong. They delayed Halloween kills. But what I will say is this, and I said this then, the smart idea about delaying Halloween kills a year was that they knew they had to film Halloween ends. So by delaying Halloween kills, a movie that you already had shot and you had it in the can, you could push it out a whole year, and that gave you a whole year of space to work with Halloween ends. Whereas had they released Halloween Kills last October, they would have been we would have been right back to square one. It would have been a rush. We got to film it on time. We got to put it out on time. It could have changed the movie. It could have changed everything. Now where we're at is Halloween Kills is done. It's coming out this year, and they have a lot of extra time to film Halloween Ends. So what it sounds like is, I don't know when they're filming Halloween Ends. Maybe they already started with some some stuff. Um, uh, I know Christopher Nelson's in Australia doing a movie right now, so yeah. I don't. I don't guess he's he's, he's doing uh, Lord of the Rings Part Eight. <laughs> so don't worry about that. I don't guess he's working on it right now. Uh, but whatever they did there by pushing out Halloween Kills as bad as it sucked, it did give them a whole year to work on Halloween Ends. So I think if you look at the if you look at the vaccine and you look at, they say that apparently as of as of things stand now, everybody should be able to get vaccinated by the end of the summer. Yeah. Um, you know, the first Halloween movie only it didn't take that long to film at all. I don't I don't remember the exact amount, but it didn't take that long. So maybe they well, wait like four to six months. Uh, whatever it was, maybe they wait and they go, okay, once we get past that vaccination checkpoint, then we can film it and we don't have to deal with all the regulations and all the shit. Yeah. And then they film it and they could bang it out in a couple months and they film it and then maybe Halloween ends comes out on time in October. 2022 which is the perfect thing and i think i if you were to ask me if i was a betting man i would bet that now that we delayed halloween kills we're going to get these movies one year after it in succession but the cool news is is that they're done scoring halloween kills i can't wait to hear that fucking score and they made that that also means that they made new shit for it we're not going to go back to the same shit as good as oh my god the hunt shape the hunt the shape hunts allison that was some good shit that's some of the best shit john's carpenter's ever done son I think that the problem is is that um, a recent uh, interview with some scientists and doctors actually talking about the vaccinations is that the only way that it actually can be effective is if everybody agrees to get one. The more people that have the vaccination will and, and by the middle of summer, they think that it'll be readily available to adults to take the vaccination. But, you know, a recent poll has indicated that not a lot of people want to get the vaccination because they don't trust it. And I, you know, I'm not going to say I agree or disagree, but whatever. The point being is I also movie studios have pointed out the fact that they are nervous about releasing any movies except by the way, toward the middle of the summer and into the fall, which is devastating to the movie theaters. By the way, this is basically a death knell for the movie theaters. What I think will happen with Halloween ends is Halloween ends will come out. I don't think it's going to be next year. I think it'll be pushed back an entire year. I think that what's going to happen with Halloween ends is it will come out for, for sure. They're going to tell the trilogy story. I just don't think that they're going to 
look, the reason why Jason Blum is like what whatever happens, it's releasing in October because they want it to have it in October no matter what. But even if movie theaters aren't at full strength, they're going to release it. Now, whether or not they got to, you know, bend down and suck the devil's dick and got to release it on streaming and theaters, they're going to do what they got to do. And they're going to lick that taint. And I think they're going to wind up doing that. Blumhouse will is not stupid. They've they've spent a lot of time and money in this project. They want the movie seen, especially in the month of October. So it's going to be released in October. I do feel that it's going to be released simultaneously on the in theaters and on stream. They're not going to be proud people and say, no, 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 only theaters. It's not going to happen because they also understand they're not going to take the risk of people being like, I'm not going to go see it in the theaters and they're not going to make any money. Yeah. If they only release it exclusively in the theaters and look, by the time that movie comes out, things have changed dramatically. I mean, if you look at the movie theaters, and the way that things have happened and especially the virus and, 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 and so on and so forth, we're not the same culture anymore i mean it's just not, it's just a reality you got to face it you got to wake up and smell the roses at some point we're not going to go back to what we were like like it's just not going to happen so what they're going to have to do these movie studios are adapt and, and 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 feel those changes and move forward and i think that blumhouse is smart enough to do that and john carpenter i think in this interview specifically is alluding to that by saying that everything is shut down yeah halloween not- kills is coming out it's done like after that we I, he he doesn't fucking know yeah and he can't score the movie because he doesn't know when they're fucking shooting it yeah. so i mean that tells you a lot of like there's a lot of information by the way and i didn't i did notice somebody in the in the chat said he plays fucking assassin's creed <laughs> uh the the viking one and he's a viking i was like yeah that's cool as shit i think that's awesome but yeah. um he's a great dude yeah. who loves his basketball and he loves his video games and he's a fucking rock star and a movie director which is pretty goddamn great but he does go on to say as well he says um he says, they said, can you tease Halloween kills for us? Smart move. Mm. Smart move of them to ask that. And he says, it's brilliant. It's the ultimate slasher. I mean, there's nothing more than this one. Wow. I know. I, I love that. that. That's strong words. That's like, that's like fucking uh, goddamn uh, Evander Holyfield coming down after your first boxing match. Like, you got some skill, kid. After you knocked out that asshole in two rounds, you're like, God damn, I feel like I'm on cloud nine right now. I feel good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the, you know, we talked to Christopher Nelson. He he had also mentioned that he thought the movie was amazing. And then you hear from John Carpenter himself talking about how amazing this film. And why, why would he give a shit if it was a bad movie? He wouldn't publicize himself. He doesn't need to. I mean, he doesn't need to, like, uh, float his own fucking uh, tune. He could yeah. just be like, yeah, it's, you know, it's a job or whatever. The fact that he says that's fucking amazing, dude. Again, I don't think Halloween Kills is going to be on another level. Like, and I can't wait to fucking watch it. You fucking said it, dude. And I've said this on this channel several times. I am putting whatever my name means on the line. And it probably means about as much as a six-pack of bubble delicious. But I hubba bubba. Hubba bubba. Just me being a person who watches movies and pays attention to the movie news and lives in the movie world uh, and, and, and noticing beats and noticing how people respond to certain things. I think Halloween Kills is going to be fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I think it is going to fucking blow ass. And I mean that in a good way. It's going to blow ass in the best of fucking ways because it's... everything that you get that comes out about this movie. I don't know how that's good. No, I don't know either. But I don't I mean either. 
Take it in a good way. I mean, blow ass in the greatest ways. But, uh, I, I, man, John Carpenter is a guy who's not afraid. And, and number one, I'm going to preface no. this by saying, I know. He said this before. This is not exactly completely new news. He's already said this. He's already said it's the ultimate slasher. But here he says it's brilliant. It's the ultimate slasher. He's he's like, there's nothing more. He said exact. there's nothing more than this one, man. Wow. That tells me right there that John Carpenter, who has no fucking qualms with coming out and being like, this shit sucks. I did it for a paycheck. Fuck you. Yeah. Pay me. You know, he's, 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 he's the dude quitting his job at half and half bag. Like, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. I'm out. That's John Carpenter. He didn't give a fuck. And he's, he's not only just like, okay, you're going to say, oh, he, he's getting paid on this one. So he's going to say whatever. Fine. But it would be so easy to say. I think it's a solid film. I think uh, people are going to enjoy it. People love Halloween, and the people who love Halloween are going to love this, or anything like that. Yeah, It's unusual for John Carpenter, who says shit how it is, to come out and be like, this is the ultimate slasher. Holy fuck. Hold on to your nuts. Squeeze them. Squeeze them real tight. And then go to the fucking store and get a fucking six-pack and some popcorn, because this movie's going to blow your fucking mind. And he said that. He went on a limb when he didn't have to to say that. I, dude, Talman Kills is going to fucking rip, I, dude. I, I agree. I agree. I, I think that John Carpenter, like, he pretty much told Rob Zombie, I don't give a fuck what you do as long as I get that fucking bread money yep. that I can I can line my, my pants pockets with. Like, yeah, if it was a bad movie... <laughs> John Carpenter doesn't care. He would come right out of the fucking the po- on the podium and tell you that it's a bad movie or not maybe in so many words cuz you know lawyers and shit. But he would definitely allude to the fact that you're not going to really enjoy this much like Mark Hamill did and he warned all of us in the in, in the in the last Jedi how much yeah. of a goddamn turd that fucking was. Yeah. So yes, uh it's really exciting that John Carpenter digs it and I I you know what honestly reading that article and just you know knowing something about John Carpenter, especially hardcore fans, he doesn't need to suck ass on, on any kind of studio or director to be have clout. He'll yeah. just say whatever the fuck he wants to say and get away with it because he's done, man. He's 72 years old or 74 years old. He's done his time. He's, 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 he's given, he's given us great movies. He doesn't have to fucking say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just the bottom line, man. Uh, and I'm excited for that. Um, and I did, I did notice. Uh, I, I don't really want to get in um, a lot of the the uh, vaccination bullshit or or the virus or whatever. But I did. Somebody did ask. You can get it again, though, right? Yes. Uh, that I will say that is true. Um, but as far as like, if you feel comfortable getting your vaccination and you want to go out and do that, by all means, for sure, do it. Uh, there's two shots. Um, but I don't want to get into whether or not, uh, you know, belief structure, I don't want to do all that, but either way, do I think that every American will have a vaccination by summer? No. Uh, do I feel like this is going to go away by 2021? No. Do I feel like movie theaters will return to movie theaters in by the end of 2021? No. But do I feel like Halloween kills will be successful and come out in not only theaters, but on demand? Yes. Uh, I feel like that hundred percent. And I don't think they're going to, I think that this is going to be a very big learning curve for a lot of studios as well. Cause they're going to realize that especially for a movie like Halloween kills, people are going to buy it. They're going to pay for it. Uh, especially, you know, at home. Uh, uh, it's just, it's, it's going to be a really interesting year. That's for sure. That's all I, that's all I'm going to say on that. 
Yeah. And I mean, and like you said, man, we've talked about that in ad nauseum. I, I have a way more positive view of it than you do. I'm, I'm psyched as fuck that, that your parents and that my dad and soon to be my mom have been vaccinated. I think that the vaccination is going to go a long way. I think things are going to change a lot in a year, but, uh, that's that's neither here nor there. Uh, we know what's going to happen with Halloween Kills. Halloween Kills is coming out, Hell or High Water, as Jason Blum said, and we're going to get that movie, and uh, we'll see what happens after that. But you know, either well, way, at the end of the day, the, the, the good story is John Carpenter's fucking all about it. That's that's the that's the goddamn good news right yeah. there. John Carpenter's fucking he's saying goddamn yes, precisely. Kelly Osgood says, "Hey there, Mike and Jay. Hope you're doing well. I hope you're fucking doing well, Kelly, because you're awesome and we love you. Long time, hey Kelly. Subscriber, Kelly. I haven't I haven't seen her in a while. How I you know, doing, her Kelly? Old rash, man. It's nice to see you guys again. Fucking uh, Gary- hanging out with Say by the Bell, Kelly Kapowski Osgood. <laughs> Gary Catlow says, "Wait a minute, Christopher Nelson is in Australia. Halloween. Michael goes." goes down under <laughs> if i see it, you know what if i ever see michael myers slaying kangaroos then i'll be like my time is over and hey, i want to end this now there's enough shit that can kill you in australia david nagel the third says hey fellas hope all's well random but i really don't want to see hawkins arrest michael's michael in the flashback how do y'all feel about it much love to all um i don't think i don't think that's gonna happen at all and i don't think that hawkins first off <laughs> like like that would be it's it's corny as fuck. I, I don't think they're gonna do that. I, I don't think there's gonna be a flashback moment where Hawkins is actually slapping the cuffs on him and doing, you know, you know, his his duty as a as a police officer. I don't think it's gonna be like that. I think it's gonna be done well and I think it's gonna be done effectively. It's not gonna be corny or cringy. Like that's one thing I could expect from Jason Blum and Blumhouse and what they've done so far with the films. They're not gonna make it cringy. So I don't think I, I feel like if they do that, that'll be stupid. I, I, I do feel the cringe already if just talking about it, but I don't think they're, they're going to do that. I don't, I mean, in my head, I, don't, I actually don't mind the thought of seeing Hawkins arrest Michael at the, arrest Michael at the end of 1978 because I, they've already alluded to it that it happens. I mean, they've said that it happens. They've explained He didn't really arrest. Well, I mean, he they, was holding the cuffs, though. I mean, that's one thing. Well, he's, he, well, he says, I should have killed him. I should have killed him when I had the chance. Whatever yeah. whatever happened there, I wouldn't mind seeing that scene take place. I think it would be fucking uh, provocative. I think it would get the people going, but I, yeah. we'll see what they do there. But Aaron Anderson I, Well, said, I mean, I, I agree. I think that if Hawkins... Being the arresting officer is like one thing. I don't think that, like, I think that's cringy. If he's just holding the cuffs and be like, oh, I should have pulled out my gun, my service revolver, and shot him in the head at that point because he was such an evil bastard, that's better than just him being like, I'm going to slap the cuffs on you and take you to jail. Ooh, oh, yeah. You. I mean, if they do it shittily, then they'll do it shittily. Yeah. But I think there's there's a lot to play with there. It could There's a lot of gray area there with how they actually do that scene. But I wouldn't mind seeing what they've alluded to actually take place. And we know something will take place because of the behind-the-scenes uh, think Do you think that he was actually there, though? Or I mean, he was there, but do you think that he actually had anything to do with the arresting... I mean, like, he, I feel like he was just watching it. Like, I feel like he, he was just a. He said he had the chance to kill him. I mean, he said he had the chance to kill him. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like he was another cop that was at the scene, and the and the cops were leading him to the car, putting him into the car, and he probably had his hand on his gun or something, and he could have done that and gone to jail for the rest of his life. But I'm just saying, like, he could have. I don't think he actually had anything to do with the actual arrest of Michael Myers. I mean, to say that, like, I should have killed this guy when I had this chance tells me that he did have it. Like, he was in the thick of the actual moment. He of- was, or he could have been at the, the at the at the station and, and, and keeping watch over Michael in the jail cell or whatever. I, I don't know. 
Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do either way. Aaron Anderson says Halloween Kills was dead on arrival when Universal and Blum decided to delay its release for a year. They chose politics over releasing it on VOD. I hope when it comes out, it fails miserably. I, I mm, hey, man, damn, we, man, I don't we, know about all that. We appreciate the super chat, Aaron, but I, I gotta say, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you, man. I think, I think they, they didn't release it in theaters for. I think they had a really good reason not to release in theaters. I think, A, they still had to film Halloween Ends. This gives them an entire year to film the movie that they were going to be under tight constraints to film, even if they did release Kills. And then we were in the thick of things at that point. Like, you know, I mean, tell me Tanet wouldn't have been a fucking way bigger blockbuster film had they not waited to release it. And I'm not saying they should have, shouldn't have, but Halloween Kills, um, you know... Halloween Kills had way more of a reason than any than Bond than anybody to push that movie out, and that was Halloween Ends. So I mean, I don't I don't understand the thought of wanting it to fail just because it didn't release. I mean, they're just trying to do the best for their business, man. They're trying to you know they're trying to to do the best for their careers and their lives. Can't blame them for that. Yeah, I don't think they, I don't think politics had anything to do with it, dude. I think it was trying to save some fucking lives. That's what I think what happened. And then on top of that, um. Look, Halloween Kills was going to look. I've been waiting. I love Halloween Kills, but I've been waiting for Ghostbusters Afterlife for a long fucking time. And that thing keeps getting delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed. Nobody wants to go to a movie fucking theater because they're disgusting as fuck. They were disgusting before COVID and they're disgusting even now. And especially with everything that's happening, you can't even like as a common sense person like to go in and fucking sit like they, they did it for all the right reasons. It had nothing to do with politics. That That's the one thing that drives me up a fucking wall. Because it's the same argument that people say, if you wear a fucking mask, it's political. It's not. It's just being respectful and courteous to your fellow fucking human. That's the same thing. And that's what they were trying to do. Um, I, I don't know. One, I don't know, dude. I, I could get into that deep and, and down all day long. Uh, I just think that the reason why they delayed it was... They wanted to make sure that as many people possible could go see it and feel comfortable. And uh, I think they were hoping, and this is the reality of it, I think they were hoping that the movie theaters would open back up. They didn't. The movie theaters on are on the brink of bankruptcy. That's the reality. Maybe they should have gone VOD. I'm not saying that I, I disagree with you entirely. Maybe they should have. Maybe October 2020, it should have been a VOD. But we'll see how it goes in October 2021. But, you know, I don't think it was political at all. I don't think it was a politically motivated move for them. Ash Lockhart says, hold me, baby, drive me crazy. Me and Kelly still rewatch that unboxing video of you guys seeing that song. Kelly hates it when it gets stuck in our head. Hey, I hate it when it gets stuck in my head, too. But sometimes good, bad music gets stuck in your head. And then you just got to go to the bathroom and that's not a bad, that's not a bad song at all. That should be like, you should be like putting that on a, you know what? Buy the fucking album and put it on your pedestal and, and, and give praise. That's one of the best songs ever. Okay. It's a, it's a great song to listen to while you clean your room. There's no doubt about that. Thanks, Mud Nelson. He said that was supposed to say butt cheeks, but butt cheeks. I appreciate it anyway. Dirk Jason Hall says, mash that like button. <laughs> I tweeted this the other day. I said, oh, uh, yeah, I, I saw that. I was actually oh. going to say that. Hey, guys, make sure you mash that like button and fucking do it hard. <laughs> mash it, mash it, mash, mash it. it. Because there's nothing like to say mash. You should mash that like button. <laughs> it's actually smash. I saw I saw some guy. like I, I, It was like a channel. And I, and I heard that. And he was like, hey, smash that like button. And I was like, oh. 
God. Was it Polly D from no. Jersey Shore? Because that sounds like some shit that Polly D would say. Jesus Christ. Like, I, I, that's what I tweeted. I was like, every time someone says smash that like button, you know, God gets one step closer to ending the human race. It's such an annoying thing. But by the way, if you guys don't mind, make sure you click like on this video. It helps us in YouTube's <laughs> Yeah, smash that like button, y'all, and share it with your friends. By the way, I do want to point out, um, yeah, JT Customs. I mean, JT Customs has been talking along okay it's all good uh he says hey jay can you give my sister caroline a birthday shout out as slenderman i will sweet caroline <laughs> bun, bun, bun. hope you have a great day on the line i hope you have a great one caroline i hope your birthday is filled with many magical moments and that you get to go to maybe chuck e cheese or like uh you know whatever uh, monkey joe's you know you have yourself an entirely good evening and if you older than that let me hope you drink responsibly and you have yourself some wine have a good one caroline happy birthday to you <laughs> vanessa says what about smoosh that like button <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we had like Arnold Schwarzenegger what doing that the, was Slender uh, Man, I just can't do it. <laughs> a snoosh, you can smoosh. It'd be like smoosh that lag button. Thank you so much. You stopping bad. Thank you so much. Uh, the last piece in movie news that we we're going to talk about tonight, guys, is uh, before we do the the review for the Burbs for our buddy uh, uh, McLean Oxenham. Uh, dude, have you seen this about Wayne's World? I saw a fat Mike Myers and a still-looking normal Dana Carvey on, on some kind of Google uh, thing. It's, Dana Carvey still looks like Garth. Like, he hasn't aged a day. It's wild, man. I'll play, I'll play the clip for you guys right now. Um, uh, it's going to be a Super it's gonna be a Super Bowl commercial for Uber Eats. And uh, here's, here's what the video looks like here. Let me press play on this. It's <clears throat> like 30 seconds. Can we do this without getting sued? Yeah. And we're back. We can play this? Was... man, that was a great year. I can't hear anything. Not. Yeah, it really sucks. Yeah, I'm not hearing anything. Except I know. Donkey. Good one. We just wanted to say you that know? we'll see you soon for the game, which for legal reasons cannot be named. We'll see you on oh, the big yeah, bowl. The gigantic bowl. Totally legal. Yeah, completely legal. <laughs> All right, good teaser. Yeah, I feel good about it. So that was that was that was yeah, Wayne's World coming back for an Uber Eats commercial. No. You know, I someone said something really interesting in the comments about this and they said it's funny because they wouldn't do Noah's Arcades commercials. Like their whole thing was like we're not going to sell out the sponsorships. We're not going to do all that shit. And now you bring them back and you have them in a fucking Uber Eats ad. I don't know. I'm just happy to see fucking Wayne and Garth back. Hey man, I'm just happy to see Danny Carvey getting the fucking respect that he deserves. I mean, that's the, the I like I, I you know what I used to I love Mike Myers. I think Mike Myers is is a comedic giant. I, I mean, obviously for all the right, he, but he's also a fucking thief. And I mean that's just the reality of it. Dana Carvey got fucked in the ass real bad with Austin Powers, and, I, and but the guy's got enough class and respect about himself that he never went after Mike Myers for that. Like I mean, one of your good friends on SNL fucking stole your character. Dr. Evil, because, you know, he used to make fun of Lorne on SNL and literally the fucking finger. I mean, it, it, you know, like Dana Carvey did the finger, you know, as Dr. Evil and Mike Myers comes in and steals that shit. You know, that's why there was never a Wayne's World 3, ladies and gentlemen. It's because Mike Myers literally pirated and fucked over Dana Carvey in what he did with uh, Austin Powers, which, you know, a piece of shit might do. But 
Dana Carvey having enough class never made a big issue about it, but I'm glad that there is something like happening with Wayne's world because again, but I feel like we're robbed because like 20 years ago, 15 years ago, it would have been awesome to have a Wayne's world three. Now they're kind of fat. They're kind of older. They're kind of like sagging in this, in the skin. I don't know. It, it kind of sucks, man. Like, I, it, like you, you, you see all these like iconic characters, like of your comedic child, when you grew up, you see these comedians, like on their, at the top of their game and then you see something that happens like this with Wayne's World 3 and you're like damn man if you guys had just come out like 15 years ago well I don't know if a Wayne's World 3 will ever fucking happen I honestly don't know if it will because they also did the uh the MTV Music Awards or some bullshit at some point or an SNL thing uh before this and it never happened it never manifested yeah I I mean there there's two sides of the story for that for me yeah I mean you know Mike Mike Myers did steal he totally dole. He, yeah, he totally did. He stole Dana Carvey's idea for uh, uh, Doctor Evil, Doctor Evil, and all that shit like that. And that's true. But at the same time, in my mind, Dana Carvey's able to look over it and go, "Hey, you know what? We still had a great career together. Us doing our thing together is the reason why Wayne's World's so popular. It had a huge boon on my career too. Whatever that was, maybe it's because Dana Carvey's just such a cool fucking guy. They He's an awesome dude. Yeah. But I, I just, I don't know. I hate to. S- I get what people are saying when they're like, oh, Wayne's World's supposed to be about not selling out, and here you are doing a commercial. But at the same time, I guess part of me just wants to be like, you know, I just want to watch the fireworks. Like, I just want to just enjoy it for what it is. It's it's cool to see. Like, when that thing came on, I was like, Wayne's World, and they're like, it's I'm cool, like, yeah. I'd rather, I'd ra- just my, person- my personality, the way my personality works, is just to be like, hey. That's cool, man. It's cool to see that again. It's cool to see those guys hanging out again. I just I can't stand to look at the internet and be like everybody like, oh, look how fucking fat and gross Mike Myers is. But I mean, man, like the, we get old guys. Like fucking Jesus Christ. Well, I think that Dana. Well, Dana Carvey is like a goddamn immortal vampire. So because he looks exactly the same, Mike Myers. You know, it is Mike Myers, but I don't know. But um, yeah, it's interesting, man. Like I I think a Wayne's World three would do really well, depending uh, on the interest there i mean there are interests from people that grew up with the films but we all i gotta do is look back at dumb and dumber 2 with jeff daniels and jim carrey yeah i thought it was funny mike thought it was funny (laughs) but people that were trying to come and see it for the first time they thought it was fucking stupid they thought it was a terrible movie it was way past its prime and i kind of feel like the same thing i don't want wayne's will pissed on in the same world you know in the same way that dumb and dumber was kind of pissed on would I like to see a Wayne's World 3? Yeah, kind of. But, I mean, at the same time, is it just a moneymaker kind of bullshit? Like, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna shit out a fucking... Uh, they're going to shit out, a, a, like, a movie. Uh, and they can make some money. Would I... Or would I rather see another Austin Powers movie? Yeah. I just, you know, I, I, I just... I don't know, man. And as far as Dana Carvey, uh, look, I don't think he ever got justice. I don't think he ever fucking got... He never got an acknowledgement by, first off, from Mike Myers, ever saying yeah. that he stole anything and you know and again that radically shifted my opinion of mike myers i like mike myers but there's been a lot of things on reddit about what kind of asshole he is in real life and then he does that to his own friend and steals his fucking character yeah. i just i mean dude i like i don't know i mean you know dana carvey is a nice guy i mean he really is legitimately a nice guy like a keanu reeves of the fucking comedian he's probably like you know what i'm not gonna let it go but you're an asshole and and mike myers is like yeah but you know whatever what are you gonna do yeah, I mean, you, you did a character in front of me, and I stole it. I don't, you know, I think this is kind of happening in lieu of a, of a of a Wayne's World three. I don't, I don't think we'll ever see a Wayne's World three. I don't need a Wayne's World three. If Wayne's nah, World three is announced, I will say this: I will root for it. 
I will hope it's funny as fuck. I will, I will try to be positive, and I will try to say, "Hey, man, I I fucking love Wayne's World one and two. Like, dude, that was our childhood, right? I mean, that was great fucking times. But, um, I don't know how good it would do. It would just hurt my heart to see them do it and it not be funny, or to That's see. That's what I'm saying. Just yeah. the, the the whole point. Not it's like you could look at it and be like, "Hey, these two guys are going out and they're playing characters they did twenty some years ago." And they're they're trying to be funny and they're trying to make people laugh and they're trying to bring a comedy movie to a world where we don't fucking have comedies anymore and and be like cool or you could look at it and be like oh they're fucking old cash grab you know I I just I I choose to be positive and like I would like to to be good but at the same time it's not something I'm really screaming for if they did it yeah. I'd be positive and I'd hope it was great and I really hope to go and laugh and have a good time I don't. I don't see it being I, necessary either, though. I, if they don't do it, I'm just as happy. It's not something I'm pushing for. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm right there with you. Uh, and it, it has nothing to do with, uh, you know, Mike Myers or, or whatever. I, again, I, I really, I mean, Mike and I, our childhood um, was based on a lot of Wayne's World. You know, the movie that came out, Wayne's World One and Two. Uh, they were great. They were awesome. They were amazing. They were great films. But I feel like Wayne's World was a product of its time, and it did a great job in its time doing what it needed to do and trying to bring it now with the same characters as they're older now and trying to put them or or or, or uh, kind of fit them into our society and trying to do the same thing. It's just not going to hold water anymore. Yeah. And I don't. The, the last thing I want to see is something that uh, you know a, a series that I liked immensely, the Wayne's World series, just pissed on by a new generation be like oh well you know look at these morons uh, acting like they're you know 25 years old again i mean i was like i take that shit personally because me and mike are like we're 25 years old we're pretty much doing a wayne's world show right now uh but you know but the thing about it is is uh it was a great show it was awesome i loved the movie uh both of them uh i really did i, I just feel like the boat has has sailed uh, if you were going to do a Wayne's World 3, it should have been 15 years ago or 20 yeah. years ago. It's already sailed out. Uh, I don't think you're going to get behind that anymore uh, as far as like people are going to – like right now, Austin Powers could probably still do okay if he did an Austin Powers 4. I think that Mike Myers would probably be able to do pretty well with that just because the James Bond thing is still strong and stuff like that. The Wayne's World thing with the hard rock you know, guys with the, the caps and stuff and the ripped jeans yeah. – it was popular then because it made sense, but nowadays I don't know if it's going to really. It's not going to flow. I don't know. It's just not going to work. I would. I definitely wouldn't want to see an Austin Powers either. I mean, Austin Powers would work better because he could he could disguise himself a little bit more or whatever. Well, but the, the whole Daniel Craig thing. I think they could still make fun of the Daniel that's Craig true. thing. Is yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So, that's a really good point. Yeah, uh, yeah. Either way, it's like I, I. You know what? The 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 final thing I have to say about this is it would have been way funnier if instead of doing that. They did a. Uh, it's like people only do things for money anymore, and that's sad. And they turned that into like a. <laughs> that would have been Bowl hilarious. Wars. That's what they should have done. That's what. They but uh, you know what? You know what that is? That's the uh, the 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 the, the pusillitis that goes through some of these celebrities' veins, and they're afraid to do shit like that. You know that they probably thought about something like that. They're like, oh yeah, but we don't want to offend any sponsors. Well, I I, ma I imagine they got the script and they got together and be like, hey, this will be fun to do. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Like I don't think they you know came up with it obviously or anything. Yeah, but I I. Well, I, how about this? How about Mike Myers and Dana Carvey? Dana Carvey, uh, uh, fucking amazing talent. Um, why don't those guys get together and create something new? I don't know. Dude. Maybe create something fucking new. Not because no. they could do it. Oh, dude, I got you one better. I got you one fucking better. 
God, oh, I just had the greatest fucking idea. Like, hit me up. Hit me up with fucking Mike Myers and Dana Carvey's agents and the studios and Saturday Night Live and all that shit, Jay, because I just fucking nailed it in my own mind. How fucking funny would a Wayne's World podcast be? It's a Wayne's World podcast. It's just their voices. You don't have to look at them and realize like how further we are into the future. They're talking about the movie news of today. You got you literally just the voices. Imagine the voices of of, of Mike Myers and Dana Carvey as Wayne and Garth yeah. doing a podcast like we're doing today. It's just audio, and you just hear them covering the movie. Like, well, apparently Marilyn Manson was like swing at the wrong time. You know what I mean? Like that fucking would blow the fuck dude how often would you listen to that and you don't have to worry about their aging you don't have to worry about any of that shit oh my yeah. god i you know i don't come up with a lot of good ideas jay but i want to take this one to the bank well it was in bank. your mind though mike <laughs> there's a lot that's the one that's my greatest idea i've ever come up with a wayne's world podcast fucking a i dude. think i think it would i think dana carvey would do it i think that mike myers is too full of himself to ever come back and do that like Maybe. i think he wants to be on camera i mean that's the facts I mean, I think that Mike Myers is one of those dudes that, you know, based on all the stories about him, he's a big diva. He doesn't give a shit about what's good for everybody else. He wants to make sure his face is on fucking camera. I mean, look at that goddamn bullshit that he did. What was that movie that he did with Justin fucking Timberlake uh, the, the, when he was the giant Sheba or whatever the fuck he was like? He was in he was in the uh, the Queen movie. Um no, I'm talking about the one that he did, the comedy movie where he was like uh, Queen. She he had a big giant beard. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the Guru. Yeah, guru. You know, goddamn fucking garbage. I I don't. You know that I actually like that idea, but you know what I think you'd get is you get Dana Carvey coming back to do Garth, and then you'd get somebody else that does a really good Wayne's impression. I don't know. I, I, I hey, they can clearly work together enough to come together for a commercial. Why not a podcast? I think that'd be fucking great. Man. Because that moolah but, speaks a lot of money. Hey, podcasts make a lot of fucking money, bro. If you got the, if you got big, well, if you're Joe Rogan, yeah, for sure. Ours doesn't, but you know other people. But anyways, all right, that's the movie news for the night, guys. We gotta go on to, um, we gotta do our movie review for the night. Um, the Burbs, Tom Hanks. For our buddy McLean Oxenham, amazing dude, been a subscriber, been a Patreon for a long time. We fucking love you, McLean. I love your name. You have like one of the coolest names of all goddamn time. Just so you know. I hate you, McLean. Thanks for ruining my <laughs> night with a shitty movie. No, I just want to be opposite, Mike. No, I love you. Thank you so much. You say that with such anger, like I like I like I do that as a mean thing. It's a, it's it's just a joke, Jay. That's weird that you took it as anger because I just took it's it just as a normal joke. joke. Right. Yeah, it's weird. It's so angry and butt hurt. It's weird. Night. It's like, weird. You're like butt hurt Batman. Hey, why I don't you take your dildo out of your ass without the J <laughs> KY jelly? <laughs> what? Uh, did had you ever seen the Burbs before tonight? Before you watched it this week? Yeah, I think we. I thought we reviewed this before, like no. a long time ago. Never. I swear to God, we did. Didn't. You're a liar and a whore. And I moved to strike. Hmm. On that. Well, dick. I, I think oh, we oh, did. Oh, oh, oh. But no, maybe we didn't. Uh, I think I, yeah, I'd seen this a long fucking time ago. Uh, I don't, I think I'd seen it maybe twice before I'd watched it. And I was a kid. So I didn't really get the references or like, because when I was younger, when I watched the, the Burbs the first time, I don't think I liked it. Just because I wasn't old enough to really appreciate the comedy and, and the subtleties in the film as you are when you get older. You're like, oh, I get it. I understand completely what they're doing now. So yeah, I'd seen it before, but it, it like I, I I didn't know anything about it. 
This or I forgot all about it. Yeah, this is the first time I watched it. And like I, I saw the pictures of it, but you know what I always get it confused with, dude, is um the other Tom Hanks movie, the uh The mo- yeah, dude, me too. I just I literally told April the money pit. The money pit, yeah. A hundred percent because it's a neighborhood, it's the same fucking bullshit. He's got the robe, it's he's not like the all same angry thing, looking right? and shit. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I always get it confused with that. So I wasn't even sure if I saw it. I thought maybe when I started it, I would see it and I would be like, Oh, yeah. yeah. But I didn't. I'd never seen this before. And guys, this is the weirdest fucking you know what it reminds reminded me of it reminded me of a suburban uh, of a suburban beetlejuice without beetlejuice almost dude 110 percent. i i was watching it i was like dude i get a fucking strong tim burton beetlejuice vibe yeah. and i i thought for a second i really did i thought that denny elfman did the score mm-hmm. like i was like oh yeah totally denny elfman is doing the score i mean it changes a little bit as far as like direction and the way that it feels afterward after the first part of the movie, but yeah, dude, it, it, it feels strong like a Tim Burton movie. Like I was like, I was surprised that Tim Burton had nothing to do with this movie. I think, I think, dude, I think it's the suburban area that they're in because it's, it's, it's all the whole movie guys takes place in this one neighborhood. If you've never seen it, you got to watch it. I'm telling you, it's the weirdest, coolest fucking movie you've never seen. It all takes place on one street and it, the whole, like everybody's houses, like they look like they look like they're built on a movie lot. And I think maybe yeah. that's where the, like the, the Tim Burton uh, Beetlejuice, cause it feels like a, it feels like a model of, uh, of a suburban area. But so Tom Hanks is a guy who's stressed out. He's on vacation. His wife is Carrie Fisher, who I hated this movie, but I'm sure you did too. I know you fucking did too. We'll get, we'll get into that. Like the character. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But um, they live in this neighborhood with a bunch of fucking kooks. Bruce Dern, who's awesome in this movie, as like a retired Love army Bruce Dern. dude. He, he's the best part of the movie, in my opinion. Yeah, he's like he's angry at everybody in the neighborhood. The next time your dog shits in my yard, I'll staple his butt together. It's like yeah, <laughs> and Get he's got it. he's got this hot wife that's like twenty two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then um, uh, Art Wingartner. Is the dude's name? He was cool too. I liked him a lot too. What is that guy in? I'm I'm literally looking. He's been in, he's been in a shit ton of movies. I don't know. I didn't look him up. Spaceballs but... and and scary movie. He was dude. He was Sydney's dad in scary movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was. He's like, yeah, thing. they're they're gonna be men coming by early in the morning, but don't worry about them. You know, <laughs> just flush the cocaine down the toilet like Daddy told you. <laughs> that old yeah. Uh, he's the neighbor. Uh, Corey Feldman's in the movie. He, he doesn't have a big part in the movie. By the way, this is probably the best I've ever seen Corey Feldman look. He's got that 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 smooth yeah, ass well, hair. He's healthy looking. I feel like uh, Corey Feldman in the film, I, like I kind of liked it because I feel like that was the audience. He was like, "I got the best neighborhood. We got the best film going on. Yeah. You should come over." And he had he threw a party at the end of the movie. So and he and he invited everybody over just to watch the shenanigans of his fucking crazy neighbors. I'm like, I want to live in that fucking neighborhood. And by yeah. the way, never in a I swear to God, not once have I ever like I know that he's Donatello in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but he totally fucking sounded like Donatello in this one. He was I like, know, pizza dude, time. Dude, I was like, I was pizza like, I, I almost here. We ordered the pizza, dude. Every time I heard him, I was like, Jesus Christ, that's Donatello. Dude, <laughs> fucking same. I, I I literally thought that when like when that when the van crashes, the pizza pots. I was like, mm-hmm. eh, it's the pizza, dude. I was like, that sounded just like fucking Donatello. <laughs> I mean, obviously it is him, but yeah. Yeah, but, but it was great. Yeah, I mean, I that was, I was like, Jesus, man, you really, like, because this came out in 89. I think Turtles came out in 1990 or 1991. Yeah. 
So it was like a year before or or two years before. No, it came out. Uh, Turtles came out in 1990. The first Turtles came out in 1990. So yeah. right after or during this, he was recording for Donatello. I wonder if the dudes heard him say like, the pizza dude's coming, guys, stick around. And they were like, that's fucking Donatello. Did you see those guys? They didn't even know who Donatello was except for an artist in Renaissance. Like we <laughs> would be fucking like, oh my God, it's Donatello. But those yeah. guys were like, ah, Corey Feldman's annoying. (laughs) (laughs) But like, so Corey Feldman's neighbor, um, uh, Rick Ducommon is a neighbor. Uh, His name is very hard to say, which makes it hard. But Carrie Fisher's the wife. Bruce Stern's another neighbor. And then these weirdos move in to the neighborhood. And you got a bunch of uh, you got a bunch of suburbanite neighbors, including Tom Hanks, who are like all in everybody else's business. And these weirdos move in. And, you know, they've, they're they a bunch of fucking crazy cuckoos. Pretty much anybody you get moving into you next door in Kentucky, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But um, led by Henry Gibson, who is – he looks exactly like the guy from the uh, the space dudes who killed themselves. You know what I'm talking about? Like the uh, – What the, the neighbor? He- Heaven's Gate. Yeah. Heaven's Gate dudes. Yeah. Uh, or, or, or Shermanator from American Pie. Or the, the, or the most kid. hard – yeah, yeah, the young kid or the most hardcore Amish man you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, the young one for sure was absolutely. But the old dude, the doctor, was Henry Gibson, and he's the guy who looks. He like, was good. I loved him. Yeah, he looks like the Heaven's Gate dude. Really good actor. He's been in a bunch of. Shows. Oh yeah, I, I thought. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the the young guy. I, yeah, uh, that guy fucking looks like. Uh, like he looks like he would sew your mouth to a butthole in a human centipede. <laughs> the the young dude that moves in. I will cut you at your knees. The young dude that moves in looks like Malachi's cousin from mm-hmm. Children of the Court. But anyway, these weirdos move in, and the suburbanites get together and like they're fucking weird. I heard their house burned down, and like they start conjuring up all these crazy ideas. So they start spying on them, and then an old dude goes missing in the neighborhood, and then shit gets weird as fuck. I think the best part about this entire movie, dude, like of the entire movie that I really love, and the reason I'll go back and I'll watch it again is. When Tom Hanks and Corey Feldman and the other neighbor get together and they go to hang out and they're like standing out in the street drinking a beer mm-hmm. and they're all talking about the neighbors and like that weather, I don't I don't know what it was about that weather. Like it was like you got the you, you got the sense that you were in the middle of summer at like the early evening summer when everything's like quiet and it feels good as fuck outside and there's like fireflies outside. And they were all hanging out, talking, and like trying to figure out what was going on. I don't know why. I just love that shit. It reminded me of when we were kids and we were pretending we were playing spies and shit. You know? Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I like. I thought the movie was great. I think it was Tom Hanks that really sold it for me. Like, I loved the idea that um, he was like a normal guy. Like, he's just trying to enjoy his goddamn vacation a week off from work, and then this crazy fucking shit's going on in his neighborhood, and he has to stand up and do it. Uh, he has to watch out what's going on. I I don't know, man. Like, when I watch the movie, there's a comfortable feeling to me. Like, I don't know. Like, it feels like a comfort 80s movie. I don't know how to really explain it exactly. in, in that way. But it feels very like coming home or something. Like yeah. It's like, yeah, mom's got a fucking pot roast on the stove and, and the burbs is on TV. Like, I, I, like, I, I feel That's like... That's what I'm saying. I feel, yeah, I feel like that. Uh, and... Um, I think that what draws it in again, Tom Hanks is a goddamn master performer. It's Tom Hanks. Like Tom Hanks is able to uh, not only anchor the audience, but like to bring you into his strange world. And I I, I fucking like immediately I was like, dude, this is 
it's badass. Like, I, like I enjoyed it. Yeah. Like I, I like I mean, there were boring parts for sure, but just because I wanted to see how Tom Hanks would react off those boring parts, that's why I kept watching. So yeah. And it, dude, the, the the thing I think that's a, the reason it reminded me of like good summer times that we had as kids when we like get together and do really dumb shit because you're just it's at it's basically mutual boredom. You know, yeah. like you get together as kids and you just do really stupid things and you think of stupid things to do and you spend your whole day like, dude, I heard the neighbor's fucking killer. Let's go watch him all day long. Like fucking play spy outside of his house. And they're grown ass men. And I think my favorite part of the entire movie was when uh, uh, they were all together and like, uh, by the way, and okay, this is the perfect point to talk about this. Carrie Fisher was the most annoying fucking wife of all goddamn time in this fucking movie, dude. She's basically your ex-wife. I could see that. Mm. did you get that picture because i did i not no she wouldn't like her everybody, uh, everybody wanted to hang out and like do fun shit and she's like it's your vacation relax relax on your vacation relax on your vacation. i i could see some but no nah, she wasn't she wasn't as villainous as look look that cunt would have fucking locked my leg in the basement before she let <laughs> me go and talk to any of you like i would have had a handcuff on the fucking heater in the basement uh but i get what you're saying Put the idea uh, over. yeah yeah, but you know what? She's hot as fuck. <laughs> like, well, she she did look I, good. Yeah, she looked great. I, I was like, I, I I'm kind of digging Carrie Fisher in this, but but the scene where they all go up to him and she's like, she uh, she's up Tom Hanks's ass the whole movie. Like, dude, mm. imagine being on your 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 work vacation and and trying to relax and like having your wife be like in your ear the whole day like relax you need to relax why aren't you relaxing what's wrong and like I can't relax because you're my fucking asshole like but. When 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 he finally starts to lose it a little bit, and he just sits back there and he starts drinking beers in the backyard, and they come over and they're like, "Hey, uh, I don't remember his name, but they're like, hey, could could Tom Hanks come out and help us?" And she's like, "No, he can't." And they're like, "Well, come on, could you just ask him?" And she's like, "I think I've given my answer." It was exactly like when we were kids, dude, and like either you and Cody would come to my house or like I would come to your house and be like, "Hey, mom says you can't stay the night, dude. You gotta go home." You know? I, I love I, I love the uh, I can't remember his name. I've seen him in so many movies. Uh, the chunky guy, his neighbor, dude, he was so like he was on point as far as comedy level. Like he was the guy, the the, uh, the release valve for the film itself, because he was like, uh, <laughs> uh, he was like, I dare you to go ring the doorbell. Okay, and, and he was like, Tom Hanks was like, no. He's like, you're gonna be a coward in front of your own son, your own son. <laughs> I love that guy, man. Like he was great. Um, that was like the scene when his house is on. They're like, hey, your house is on fire and your wife is home. He's like, my wife is home. <laughs> that the, yeah, the movie is. It, it's really a unique film, man. It's it's fun as fuck. I I really enjoyed it. Uh, like the music was on point. Again, it reminds me a lot of Danny Elfman in a lot of uh, parts of the movie. It does feel like uh, a Tim Burton film. It's not. Uh, the ending is kind of strange. The only thing I will say is that they were going for a one, like they were going for uh, like a like an ending of the movie, and then they kind of one eighty it real quick, and then it turns out to be true. I wouldn't have done that because I feel like, I don't know, I'd be like, because mm, the ending of the movie when they did, you know, when the house explodes and all that shit, I'm like, mm, and then it's like, oh, yeah, we didn't, we didn't find shit. I'm like, I was, I was kind of like, I was disappointed. And then I like the, the, the true ending I liked, but it's like, why did we need an extra 25 fucking minutes for that? I, I don't know. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? Like, I was happy to see that, that it was true because I didn't want them to. 
I didn't, I didn't want to know those characters like had their entire lives ruined. Now the fact that they find out it's true, those guys get a get out of jail free card. So that's, that's what, I, yeah, that, I, I like I like the ending like that ended on a happy note for our for the characters that we liked. Yeah, but I'm saying, why did you have to do this extra 25 fucking minutes? Of a fill in, like, yeah. I don't know. Just end it the way that it should have ended, I, like right away. I think they were just trying to keep us all on the fish hook of like what's going to happen next, because that's the whole idea of the movie, right? Is it true? What's going on? Are these are these yeah. neighbors really fucking psychopathic murderous killers, or are the suburbanites the ones who are assholes? That was, I think, that was the juxtapose of the whole movie, which which made it work. But I think what really made it work, dude, is a it was funny. B it made you feel like you were in a suburban neighborhood during the summer when the weather was mm-hmm. great and everybody's like everybody's interactions with each other and your neighbors. It's the, one of the weirdest movies ever where it's like, it's like, it's a movie in a Petri dish, dude. It's one of the strangest films ever. It, it's like, there's no world outside of it. It's just these yeah. guys in their little neighborhood and they made it seem so big and so spectacular. I love the fuck out of this movie, dude. I thought it was funny as shit. I love the camaraderie between the guys. I love, I love, uh, there's like a hundred quotes out of this movie. It, it, I'm gonna go back and rewatch it again, no doubt about it. I'd probably I'm, I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. Yeah, I'm at like I'm at an eight uh, myself. Uh, I I think the movie was really good. I think it dragged on a little bit uh, more than it should have at the end of the movie. Uh, like, let's just get to the fucking point, Jack. I mean, I'm tired of uh, waiting on your excuse. Are you in or are you out? Like, I mean, I don't know. I feel like it was fucking, it was trying to be one thing and then it decided to be something else. But as far as acting ability goes, as far as drawing in the audience, as far as being an entertaining uh, flick, for fucking sure. And and there's a reason why it's a classic film and people uh, revere it so much. Uh, And Tom Hanks was great in it. Uh, Tom Hanks is great in really anything. So, yeah, uh, it was a great film, man. Uh, I just feel like uh, it could have cut out some like you know some fat like 10 minutes of the film maybe yeah. 15 I, I i could totally see it losing 10 minutes man but uh, i it's it's one i definitely recommend to anybody who likes like black it, it almost it's it's kind of hard to put it in a genre you recommend it to like anybody that likes black yeah if you like black <laughs> if you like if, if you, like, if you black, like black, you never go back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, if you like black comedies, if you like uh, black horror ish, like I even watched with MJ, and I was like, I was like, hey, you want to watch this horror movie? And she's like, is it scary? I was like, well, it's kind of a horror comedy. She wanted it to be scary. I'm like, and like halfway through it, she's like, I thought this was a horror movie. What the fuck? And I'm like, do you know do you, you're not appreciating you know, the nuances going on here, lady? Does this not feel like like an offshoot in a in a way of like an Adams family story? Yeah, but way more entertaining. I, I'd yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying yeah. like not entertaining. Or um, you remember that uh, the movie uh, Monster House, the animated series yeah. Monster House. It yeah. kind of feels like that too. I get that so, too. It's yeah. it, it's a one of a kind man, and I'm so happy uh, to actually watch it for the first time. It was really enjoyable to watch, and I think if I had to pick one thing, and I've said this already, but I'll say it again. Uh, one thing I don't know why it, it doesn't does, even mind that you try and try. Keep that in mind. I designed this rhyme. <laughs> no, uh, if I had to pick one thing that just really hit me on this movie, one thing I, I don't know why. <laughs> I want to do it every time you say one thing. <laughs> I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna do that. But go ahead. No, I just, I if I had to pick one thing, I don't know why. It's even better how hard I try. Yeah. Uh, it was, it, dude. It really felt like a. It, it felt like it, it brought me back to the days in like suburbia summer where we were like hanging out as kids, like spying yeah. on people and doing shit we weren't supposed to be doing. But it had the added caveat of the, those, those being adults doing that. 
which mm-hmm. just I loved it, man. It was such a fun movie to watch. Yeah. McLean, you are a fucking prince. That is a great choice, dude. Watch if you've never seen the Burbs, guys, watch it today. You will not be disappointed. Yeah, man. Um, it was a great movie. Um, I gave it an eight. <clears throat> Stephanie, I don't know what you're talking about. She's like sad Jay didn't like it as much. I did like it. Like gave it the same I, I gave score. It- I gave it the same score. I might have more or different reservations about it than uh, than Mike does, but I, I do enjoy it a lot. It's a great film for sure. Uh, yeah, man, the burbs. Like, I don't know what you're doing if you haven't checked it out. Put it in your herbs. Put the burbs in your herbs. Ah! Ash Lockhart. That's says, what I would do if an herb went in my butt. Ah! <laughs> it reminds me of Resident Evil. Like, I got to mix this herbs with some gunpowder so I can survive. Ash Lockhart says, hit me, baby. Drive me crazy. Love you guys. We love you too, Ash. Thank you so much. Love I'm you. glad you guys are here tonight. Austin says, suburban life ain't what it seems. Suburban life ain't what it seems. Suburban life is the American dream. You remember from Scream 2? Uh, no, I, I was going to say, is that a Beastie Boys new album? <laughs> the Cottonmouth Kings from Scream. That was a great dude. I'm going to listen to that after this. Uh, not a good song, but it's good because it is on the Scream 2 soundtrack. Gypsy Warriors says, how depressing. We never got George Miller's Justice League mortal. Arnie Hammer would have been brutal as Batman. Yeah, he would have fucking eaten his girlfriends. <laughs> he would have eaten Vicky Vale. Uh, Plus, I, Morton uh, Joe as John Johns. John Johns. What were you going to say? I, Sorry. No, I, I I don't. I didn't see the super chat. I can't. Uh, I don't He's, know. He said, how depressing. We never got George Miller's Justice League mortal. And what else? And uh, Army Hammer would have been brutal as Batman. Yes, I agree with both of those. George Miller would have been a he. It would have been fantastic. And Army Hammer, despite the fact that he's an asshole, and and whether or, or not like those sto- or whether or not those stories turn out to be true, I think he would have really rocked the cowl as as Batman. I think yeah. he would have been uh, quite good. So. Um, I'm not gonna make fun of that. I'm not like I think he'd be good. I, I would have been yeah. fucking happy with Army Hammer. That guy leaks fucking Batman, dude. He he just looks like Batman, which is, makes it all. I guess that's what Bruce Wayne does in his off time. But either way, yeah. uh, got uh, McLean Oxenham. We fucking love you, dude. Thanks for being such a supporter of us, and uh, we hope you have an awesome week, dude. We hope all you guys have an awesome week. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Bye, y'all. See you Friday night. Get wet. I- we got to get down there on our Friday. Uh, you guys going to have a good time. Don't you worry. Where are you? Where are you? <laughs>